Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you, oh, bro. Nice. Hear you. Recording this. This is brilliant, man. This Stay is so cool. savage. Say savage. This is. Yeah. I, I need to buy one of these for Sylvie. I promised him one. I said. I said when I when I win my first comp, I'm gonna get you one. That, <laughs> yeah. that was that was that was the deal. I I remember that. So I, I need to pay good at that one day. Bro, it sounds like we've got a shit ton of t-shirts we're going to make for Sylvie. Another one's going to be that what means rest one. <laughs> <laughs> what means rest. I have scrolled back through the chat sometimes at the end of the day and I'm just like, why is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is joke, man. You know what? I had a feeling it was like, uh, I'm going to turn in and I'm going to make my name Brown Brown. Yep. And you're going to be either Big Brown or something like that. I just fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, right? It all works. It all works. I'm going to take you next door. One second. Yeah, sure thing, man. Yeah, man. What's going on, bro? How you holding up? Yeah, all good, man. All good. It's um, mm. just proper weird, isn't it? It's proper mm. strange. I mean, yeah. uh, I think... Um, I don't know. My auntie made a really cool point yesterday. Mm. Uh, she came over. Just She, she just drove over, and uh, we just met her outside. And she goes... This is like so random, but I think it's really valid. Um, she's like, as as Muslims, right? So we we pray like five times a day, right? Mm. And we have we have this this like given routine, and along with the prayer, it's like, oh, you're gonna go basically wash yourself, and then stand there and have this like five minute thing where you bow your head or whatever. And she was like, I feel like a lot of people don't have that, and um, it would, they would benefit from it so much just to have that like no matter what you're doing in your life no matter like oh if if work stops or if you can't go outside you have this five time a day set routine like that's happening you know what i mean yeah, and, yeah. Um, i just thought and i was like wow that's that's such a powerful thing i didn't never never i've totally taken it for granted in the sense that we've just always had that like yeah, I've, yeah. Not, I've not always prayed like religiously but like trying to do so now and i just thought wow that's that's a that's a really uh strange way of looking at it but it makes total sense yeah completely yeah yeah, yeah. you see people kind of like not necessarily have a good routine right now mm. obviously we deal with clients right so we know that people kind of uh freaking out a little bit and like i talk to tj a lot and he's like yeah i've got clients clients crying on the phone and stuff i'm like wow yeah. that's uh that's powerful that's intense. yeah 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 but then you kind of think oh well if they just had this some kind of semblance of like a set routine it yeah. would uh, help but, yeah, man. Strange times. Strange times. It's so true, man, because I tell you, the thing I struggled with, the thing I struggled with was just, um, it was the routine. It totally threw me off. And I didn't realize it until about like 10 days later. So mm. I was, because I was feeling sick, right? Oh, so, okay, okay. Like, so I started self-isolating at like the beginning of March, basically, because right. I was, I've been reading about this stuff. There's a whole mm. list of symptoms. I have it a little bit, but I don't know. <clears throat> So I'm just gonna make sure that I don't <clears throat> I don't mess around with this. I'm gonna play it safe. Yeah, yeah. My housemate got pretty sick. Uh, got like uh, he got sick. Got symptoms as well. It was, it was a bit rough for a couple of days, and then so it's like all right. Well, I'm just gonna stay at home. And then um, yeah, just the idea of going to work is something so simple, but just wasn't doing it. And then um, and then obviously with everything that's going on as well. So it's like all right, do you even have a business? Is that you're gonna have? Yeah, man. Out? That's and so then, true. So the whole strain of all that, and you and you're completely thrown out of your routine. So you're not thinking. You just like you're not thinking clearly. And then, um, and then I just had to snap myself out of it. I was like, whoa, whoa okay. Yeah. Realize that I've wasted days, basically. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, now it's time to 
all right, just crack back on and create my own routine again. So it started, it was very quickly went from, all right, I'm usually in bed by like 11 o'clock and I can wake up around 7, 7.30 and that feels great. Yeah. I was going to bed at like two in the morning with like yeah, no direction. Wow. And then still like, and then waking up at like nine o'clock and being like, why do I feel like I'm messed up? It's because I just didn't have anything going. So I've just like reset myself going back into it and just creating my own routine again. Dude, and that's yeah. so, so powerful, man. Yeah, yeah. It just shows, isn't it? Like how fragile we are. Like, a little, yeah. bit of, a little bit of change from yeah. regular bits and we're just all over the place like right yeah. now i feel yeah. i feel quite tired being at home delivering sessions yeah. from my room I'm yeah like, what is that like how is that even <laughs> a thing like because it's just something because i'm in that space there where my bed is and where like i just usually chill out i'm just generally through the day just feel i feel like more just a bit more lethargic and you think yeah. well, normally I'm, I'm out of the door by four in the morning i'm at the gym with tj we yeah. train then i go to the other gym and i work with clients and then i'm coming home and then i'm going back and it's like always on the move and obviously you live in london so it's like yeah. non-stop but, yeah, completely. Um, but yeah, press, presses like pause on your life and then you just yeah. like everything just goes out the window it's crazy man it's weird, man. It's like, that was one thing. No matter how early I got up, I'd always see a fucking training session done by you in the whoop group. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? wait, when are you doing this? <laughs> you know, bro, it's, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I miss that. I miss that more than I miss anything else. Like, because yeah. we got into a great routine of sure. getting up at legit, I'll show you the alarm on my phone. It's still there at 3.15 every morning. Like, up at 3.15, I, I, I would. And then, or, yeah literally 3 15 and then i get up go to the bathroom get myself sorted out like if i've got to pack meals for the day i get them out of the fridge or, or for whatever um get my like bag full of like towel change of clothes for work um the food and whatnot get out the door drive to the gym we're at the gym literally like opening the key door at the gym at like seven in the morning four or four in the morning at four in yeah. the morning yeah. i started the session tj's usually there straight away i'm i'm there and we train to like five five fifteen and uh, then we know that, okay, that's done. Like it's in, in line with like, we listen to a lot of like stoicism and and uh, okay. all this kind of stuff, right? <clears throat> Say again? While you're training. No, 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 not while you're training, just like in life, right? So like if I've got an audio book or if I've got like, um, like stillness is the key or like obstacle is the way, it always talks about like the, the things that you surround yourself with or the questions that you ask yourself. And um, I found that, doing that first thing in the morning is just dude there's nothing like it man there's nothing like it you hear me bro are oh, you gone for a second can't hear you how's that <laughs> yeah 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 got you yeah sorry man yeah um, nice cool school uh was it yeah so listen to some stoicism in the morning as well, like on your way to training and stuff. No, 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 not, not listening to like just listening to through life. Like I'll, I'll put it on in the evenings or whatever, but okay, a, right. common, a common theme is always like, um, like routine, like morning routine. Like if you listen to like, uh, Robin Sharma, no, <laughs> so he's, he's a guy who he wrote like, uh, 5am club and, uh, the monk who sold his Ferrari, like all these like, Oh yeah. yeah okay. Par yeah. Parables about like just life in general. Right. And, uh, yeah. he's always talking about like, owning your morning and waking up and doing what you need to do to set yourself up right and i feel like we fell into a routine which was like get up yeah. every day it doesn't matter how you feel even if you feel shit you show up at the gym and we're going to adapt the session somehow like we won't go super hard we won't spar that day we won't kind of do go crazy but we're just there and yeah. the active like oh i'm so warm i'm so cozy get out of bed right now like get up get out of bed do the hard thing right now 
Yeah. Honestly, bro, I can't tell you how good it feels to uh to have that be the way you start your day. And it just yeah. it, honestly proper powerful, yeah. man. Proper powerful. Yeah, like, the first time you do it, you're just like you're just smashed. You're like, why are we here? Like, are we getting anything productive done? But the more you do it, the more your body you, you, you like you know the skinny rhythm yeah. will adapt. Um yeah. and you can catch up on sleep through the day, like because because you you got up in the morning and by the time you finish your session, you've got an hour before clients come in anyway. And um yeah. um you've got time yeah. to tap away on your keyboard, do a little bit of work. And um, yeah, mm. it just it's just a great routine, yeah. man. Great routine. And Josh, I should explain like the reason we're there at four is because TJ starts work at six. I start okay. at six thirty. So yeah. like first client six his his is in at six, mine's in at six thirty. And mm. um it's just a, a the way we could get sessions in and both of us are crazy enough to be like yeah i'll see you at the gym at four in the morning yeah cool <laughs> like just get on with it yeah i fully buy it I, like um because i was i started doing the same thing where i was like what do i need to do to make myself feel like i'm going to have a productive day and yeah. uh, i got into the routine of like wake up <clears throat> I'm not like you guys. Like, like uh, I want to wake up at like, seven a.m. Like that's a really good time. Between seven and eight is a really good time for me. I've I've worked that out over the period, and then uh, yeah. and just like early days where it was like, um, yeah, cool, man. It was like, just like early days where it was like I would finish, um, like finish work at like eight o'clock in the evening, and I wouldn't get mm -hmm. home till ten. But then I'll be starting up again the next morning. I basically had like from the moment I got home to the moment I had to be back at work was like nine hours again. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. six or seven hours worth of sleep. And I did like doing that for like a year and a half and I was just getting drained like proper mad. Like every every 10 weeks I realized I was just feeling like I was burnt out and I needed to take a week mm -hmm. off. And then when I changed, so I just basically, I was like, I'm just going to decide I'm going to I'm not going to train before 8 a.m. Yeah, sorry, I'm not going to start working before 8 a.m. And um and then stopped hating my first client just because I wasn't tired. <laughs> I was like, this is and then I, I, I remember going, I was like, I haven't actually taken any time off because I was just, I was wow. refreshed. I hadn't had enough sleep and uh, I was just playing on and I just felt better. And then, uh, yeah, so when I figured all that kind of stuff out, it's still a lot of process as well. So now what I realized the thing I need to do is if I wake up in the morning, it's like, um, and like everybody's like Sylvia was bangs my old uh, instructor uh, jits instructor would always say to me is like you're just too relaxed i need you to just get angry or something so that you can so you can oh, get yeah. good at jits and uh, so i know that i pretty like calm baseline so i need to kind of g myself up a little bit so the thing i started doing was yeah. um, i wake up in the morning and i just start wim hof Thing. So, oh shit! And, nice. Yeah, yeah. So that because yeah, the way that you're mixed up, I would do, do good. You know, my mindset got some sense of urgency now. I've got to do something. And the next thing I'll do is like whatever my rehab routine is. So, like, spend thirty minutes just uh, just getting sharp with my body. So, whenever I do that, I always feel like. It's just like the baseline is covered, just like what you guys feel like. Is that baseline is covered, and I don't feel stressed on the rest of the day. Whereas if I've left it, and it's got to like two o'clock in the afternoon or three o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm like, I've got stuff to do, but I have routine. Where where am I going to do it? And then as you start building that yeah, frustration yeah. up, 
And then I've realized that and it's like, now nah, just straight off the bat, it doesn't matter. The most important thing of the day, uh, do that, do that first and then then move on because then everything else feels better. Too right, man. Too right. That's that's like, there's so many ways you can go with that. But um, <clears throat> yeah, man, it, it, it's almost like if, if you if you were to look at the day as a life and you said, mm -hmm. okay, right, well, I'm going to teach this, this person, this kid, the right thing at the start of the day slash life. And he'll go on through his life being like just dominating because of it. And we'll look at like the weaknesses or we'll look at like the things that you don't want to do, but address the, like you mentioned, like the injuries or prehab and, and stuff like that. Mm. Get those things sorted. So your mind's in a good place. I think, um, yeah, man, there's no other way to do it. It just feels, you feel so, so accomplished and so like ready yeah. to just get about it. You know what I mean? Nothing, yeah. nothing else is, is, is difficult after that. Everything else is routine. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, fully. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I was just getting. I thought I thought you said something else. I think I was just. But because um, uh, that goes with a little bit about what you said the other day in your Insta story as well, which was cracking me up. Um, besides the <laughs> throwing Sam and Mr. Prempies in, it's like gets me jacked to the tits. Yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, when you're like, it's like providing yourself with. Um, with like just good people, people who have that mentality to essentially just carry on or whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. Because that whole um, that whole piece of it is uh, like it's setting that. What am I trying to say? It's like that setting of the routine early on, and then your baseline yeah. changes. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have that and you do that thing and you do it better and better and better and better. And then a year from now, like you're all the way up here. And yeah. So you've gone from here to here. And then if you look back, you don't even recognize what it was like to be here again because your baseline is yeah. up here. So fuck yeah, man. You, you like um, you like footy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I I'm shit at playing. Like I genuinely <laughs> um I can kick a ball real hard. If you want me to, to shoulder barge somebody off the ball, yeah, I'm your guy. Yeah. But yes. apart from like being skillful, yes. passing the ball kind of straight, yeah, ask somebody yeah. else. Ask somebody yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. me. Yeah, but yeah, what, what was you going to say? No, the only thing I was going to say, because uh, I, I I don't really care about football much these days, right? But I grew up back in the day with, like, Paul Skulls, Roy King, Bex and Giggs and all that lot. Ah, okay, and, okay. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Schmeichel. It makes sense why you don't care this much today. It makes sense. It makes sense. Be a United yeah, fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, like, you just watch it. Yeah, That's the only team I knew when I was, like, seven years old, because what else, right? Nice. But, like, um, yeah. Uh, but, like, Schmeichel would say about Paul Scholes, he goes, you'd never ever know that he had a bad game because his baseline was like a 7 out of 10. Brilliant. And then so yeah, yeah. with him, he was like, he would hide, he'd be able to hide because he just he just wasn't shit, you know? He was just so good at uh, building up his baseline that it was That's like, a great yeah, shot, man. performance, like a 7 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Such a great shot, man. And, uh, you know what's helped me a lot with that is, uh, you, you ever read it like Eckhart Tolle? Oh yeah, I know of him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That's it. That's that book, man. Proper, just right. flip the script. I used to listen to that on the way to driving to Silview sessions at Ray Stevens. Yeah. Like that would yeah, that would be like yeah. top tip, right? If you don't yeah. have a hands-free kit in your car, get your yeah. phone, 
put it in your hoodie and just pull that drawstring kind of tight so it just sits in there like a bag and you can just listen to your audiobook in your no one's gonna no 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 cop is gonna pull you over nothing like it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. It, it works and uh if you ever see right. me in the car my hoodie's like zipped up pulled tight you know there's a phone in there somewhere <laughs> and uh yeah man it just talks about like yeah 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 just absorbing that stuff and you know, like i find that it's interesting what you're talking about before that arousal like being properly aroused for jiu-jitsu or being like fully awake and i think whereas your arousal might be like under aroused maybe like you have to kind of find that peak whereas mine i feel yeah, i'm yeah, always yeah, at yeah. that peak i can get there super okay. quick but then when i'm there i'm distracted like my optimal arousal will be this side and be like oh, okay i need to i need to bring myself down a bit and i need to kind of like feel the floor beneath my feet i need to feel the breath coming in a little bit i need to kind of slow down so i can think and then be fast in the moment you know what i mean and um yeah. what that what that book definitely what that audiobook gave me was a sense that like this is all you have you only have this moment you only have this second like a plane could crash through the, my roof right now and just take me out i have no chance like that that is very grounding in the now and it talks yeah. a lot about yeah. obviously the book is just the power of now <clears throat> and um i think when you have a, a grasp of that and you keep that in your head um whether you're sparring whether you're in session with a client whether you're like trying to read something or you're trying to absorb some information i think it's very very um grounding and it really gives you like, that base to build on and i think the more you the more you spend time doing those reps and i feel like that, that's, that's a phrase that i use quite a lot like do those good yeah. reps yeah. Like, do those reps um like we know like, it's volume right you build up and before you know it you're 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 like your muscle mass is different or your like you mentioned your thought process is different and then you put those together and now you've you're not the same person anymore you know what i mean you've, you've done so many reps at being this new human that like you said the old version of you just seems so basic yeah yeah man yeah yeah, yeah. i love it, I love it. <clears throat> that's why um i call it like uh, i've taken it a lot more seriously this year and uh, to be honest man it's like with everything going down it's fucking good thing i started to which is just like that right. mindset approach which yep. is um i call it going to the mindset gym is just mm. like just like i'm spending a half hour doing some rehab i'm gonna spend at least half hour just thinking about like a big one actually i realized is what are you grateful for so having that gratitude and then there's also there's a shit ton of neuroscience around it now as well it's just basically yeah. you know how like um so you have the external reward system where you're <clears throat> You you have a, you set yourself a vision or a goal, and then when you're going towards it, you get in that dopamine release, and it's like every time you achieve a little something towards that goal, you get that dopamine pump, and it, it just keeps you moving towards that goal. So mm. instead of having something external, uh, the same thing we can do internally by practicing gratitude. So if okay. we're talking about everything that we're grateful for in the present moment, everything we're grateful for in the past, but also also being grateful for what we're about to achieve in the future. So it's like that vision, but actually acting as if it's happened already, that has the same dopamine neurocircuitry thing going on. And then you, you, uh, you feel, you feel good and it makes you feel like, uh, you know, you're, uh, it's like, uh, it's, it's as if you're achieving a goal. Yeah. So then you get that same, you get that same pump. And then so, uh, which is crazy to think that just something as simple as if you spent five minutes like truly being like in the moment as well, like mm. you say, you get distracted, but like shut everything off and be in the moment and talk for five minutes about 
you know, just say to yourself for five minutes, like, okay, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for, you know, today's a beautiful day. Like it could be something as simple as I can see the sun shining through my window. I'm grateful for that. And then whatever your goal is in the future is like, I'm grateful for like off the top of my head, like getting my purple belt in jujitsu or something like that. Let's just say that was a goal. And then it's like, all right, cool. And then you, uh, you create that, um, you create that feedback in your brain and you just get, uh, you get that, uh, yeah, you're just spending time in your mindset gym, basically, and that mentality is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And then you just see nothing but um, success for yourself. And then that ends up feeding, f- going back into that feedback loop, just like the yeah. other way around. If somebody's yeah. feeling, if somebody's not feeling so good and they're feeling a bit depressed, and then, you know, they stay in bed for too long and then they feel like they've wasted the day and then they feel like it's not worth doing anything. And then you just carry on going through that loop. Um, and you just get unproductive and more unproductive you get, you just think, oh, what's the fucking point? And then so you become more and more nihilistic. So just as that's a vicious cycle, doing the exact opposite is a virtuous cycle. It just keeps you going. And and it's, it's, total, it's, it's total building that strength. It's putting those reps in and getting that volume in so you just feel stronger. Brilliant, man. Yeah. This is recorded, right? Yeah, yeah. Fucking sick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That riff was epic. That was so good. That was so good. That was like that was like we need to just press record on that every morning. Just just, <laughs> yeah. just take it in, man. Just take it in. The oh, sweet sound. Oh, oh, what's, what's the? <laughs> I was about to break out into American national anthem there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, say can you see? <laughs> Big brown, brown browns are going in. Everybody, listen up. Just, just play that from the bleachers. Just everybody, just stop what you're doing and just hear this now. So good, man. So good. Oh, totally good. I'll, I'll totally sound good. that for you. I'll, I'll send that. <laughs> <laughs> yes please yes please what, i was doing shit like that earlier actually because a client of mine like um she was just like can you just send me the exercises and stuff so i don't forget how to do it because obviously when they're with me it's easy but now they're not they just need a little bit more um impetus and so um so i was just like yeah all right i'm just gonna put some videos together but i'm just gonna make a library of them now so i've like for example i just did a few like t-spine extension tabletop position like crab and in some uh, T-spine rotations. And I was like, instead of addressing it to one person, I'm just gonna um, <clears throat> just have a little library of them and just gonna edit them a little bit and then just play them out. So yeah, so that was, um, I mean, <laughs> gotta do that kind of shit now as well. You're right, so, man, too right, know. yeah, yeah. I, f- I find that super valuable. Like, I, I, I really thankful now that the first, what, couple of days of being off, I just thought, mm-hmm. YouTube, like, just do it. Just do the channel, yeah. do, do the, uh, the videos. And like, like you gave me some feedback on one of the videos, a couple of other guys gave me some feedback on other videos and I think, okay, right. Or well, how can I next level this? How can I next yeah. level this? It's, it's, it goes back to the same conversation we were just having about like yeah. spending time doing those reps. It's okay. Okay. You do a rep and you, you, you do a shit one or you do an okay one. And then you kind of like, you focus on the good bits and you think, okay, exactly. right, how can I make the shit bits better? And uh, yeah, man, just one big uh, progression, right? It feels so yeah. good. It feels so good to have that, um, that feedback. And um, now I'm going to go back and, do what you've just said. So I'm going to go back and probably redo three, four of the videos, shoot some more videos today. We've got some time. And it's like, yeah, you're very, very clear on, on where you need to improve. And I think that only yeah. comes from, from doing it in the first place um, and being in the good, grateful mindset like you're talking about because then you're like, okay, what can I next receive well? And yeah, man, mm-hmm. it, just, it just rolls on, just rolls on. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. That's, that's, what you done, man? You smashed out a bunch of videos really quickly as well. Yeah, that's yeah. Sweet. 
like, and that's the thing. It's just about getting started. Because <clears throat> if you don't start, or if you're thinking about too much about like, uh, I need like like I mentioned, the sound quality wasn't great, <clears throat> but you'll fix that. You know, I was like, just so you know, sound wasn't great on this one, but that's that's gonna that's gonna be a good video. You're like, yeah, yeah fine, I'll just sort that out next time. And then you you know you pick up the mic like I've been doing. I've picked up a mic now, especially with um, having to go online. I can't rely on like uh, the computer. I have yeah. to have a good quality mic. And so I picked that up and like, you know, that's really helping because my voice comes through crisp and clear regardless of where I am in the room to my clients. So shit like that makes such a difference. But it's just, if you didn't start, then you don't know what you got to get right. So you started and that's, that's, that's sick. And like, uh, you follow Kelly Starrett? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I was watching his stuff when he basically started making the videos in YouTube, on YouTube. I think and I was too, bro. You know, like in his garage, right, with his kids around and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And like the first ever video he made, he was just in his garden. He was like, "All right, you're gonna do a squat, basically." And it was just, I'm. Just, he just basically said, "I'm just gonna make a video a day, and to just put it out there." And like right. ten years later, this is where this is where the guy's at now. That's it's, it's incredible. It was just just got to start and <clears throat> just keep making it. He's like, that's he's a good he's a good model for just. You just have to start. You just got to, like, you don't even have to know where you're going with it. You just know that you want to do this. So just fucking yeah. do it. And then sure. time, yeah. like, just become something bigger and better. Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. So it's just kind of taking that and, yeah, no time like the present to, <laughs> to right. that kind of stuff right now. Yeah. Right. I, I think uh, I was talking to, I was talking to Nick, uh, Nick Daniel yesterday. Oh, yeah. How's he doing? Actually, yeah, he's really good. He's really good. We, we chat every, every couple of weeks, we chat. And I'm really grateful, you know, because I have him as like a, a mentor kind of role. He's always been there when I was at UP. He was always there kind of like offering advice and and more so to me, I felt, than other people. And I think whether whether he saw some kind of like, oh, this guy kind of respects how I am and who I am and whatever. I don't know whether it was that or whatever, but I've always felt I've had that kind of relationship with him. And yeah, um, yeah so even now, both of us have left and we just have this kind of dialogue back and forth. And um, I'm talking. I actually talked to him about some coaching. Like, talk to him about like how he can help me progress myself in in my the way I'm training myself and and um, just things I've not thought of before. So, um, totally lost my train of thought. I was going to go with that. Maybe mentorship. Run away from me. <laughs> mm, yeah, it will come back. It will come back. It's, 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 it's in there somewhere. It's in there. It's too. Yeah, it's too yeah. big. Not to, not to, not to uh, be still be in there somewhere. Um, Power of now, man. Power of now. <laughs> yeah, that's it, bro. That's it. That's it. It will come back. It will come back. But uh, what was I saying? So yeah, we're working on some coaching stuff together. Oh, came back. So he was talking about how depression. He was like, I, I heard that depression was defined. He said this. This is the, a Tony Robbins quote, and he said mm -hmm. that Tony Robbins defines depression as when you're not aligning with yourself, like any moment where yeah, you're not yeah. aligned with yourself. And like, when you buy that. yeah, same man. When he said it, I was just like, that is legit. That is super legit. And you, you talked about earlier about days when you just waste and you wake up late and you <laughs> spend the day in bed and stuff. And um, you're just not on your game. You're just not on you. And like, we, yeah. we start to have that. Me and TJ will have that with, with training. And we'd get mm -hmm. up and or one of us would say, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling tired today. Can we just leave it? And maybe the other one would go in. And now you're like, you're there and you've started your day late. And your routine's totally off, and you think, you know what? I'm just gonna. What? There's, there's nothing that after that kind of you feel you're building on strong foundations because you've started the day wrong. And yeah, um, yeah man, I just feel, I, I feel like that in line with what you were, what you were saying before about being in the moment, 
being kind of present, being grateful, um, starting when you're supposed to start. I think all those things are just so integral to us kind of constantly planning forward. And when you when you said it about like who you are today versus who you're going to be in a year's time if you keep on with this track, mm-hmm. yeah. so powerful, man. So yeah, so powerful. Yeah. Incremental yeah. Yeah. You can't. Um, we we just don't get it, right? It's just the same thing with the virus, where it's like it, stuff is exponentially increasing. Uh, the uh, um, what is it? It's it's an exponential thing, and the brain and the human brain. We just don't get it. We just don't compute that because it's like, oh, it doesn't seem like it's that bad. It's, you know, it's killed a couple thousand people. Like more people than that die every year. It's like, no, no, no. That's not the point. Is you're not going to notice what's going to happen in three weeks' time when we're completely overwhelmed by the whole thing if we don't decide to do something about it now. So it's the yeah, same yeah. in that um, where you're just making incremental gains, but because they just build up on each other, yeah, it just everything's just better. It's like um, just the program you got me on, you know, started training since uh, September. Well, I started changing stuff since September. Me and you chatted about training since October. And I haven't gone crazy. It's like we've talked about this, right? I haven't done four or five sessions a week and just smashed it out and be like, yeah, 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 this is this is the thing that I need. And I've been patient with the whole thing. I've trained no more than twice a week, basically, or three times, a couple of times. And picked up an injury in the middle of it where I was laid out for three weeks yeah. and then got myself rehabbed and then came back on the program again. But again, didn't go straight in hard at the level where I was at before I got the injury. I took it back down a notch and just patiently was like, okay, yeah, cool. This deadlift. All right. That felt good again. So next time I'm going to go a little bit uh, more intense. And, but so what is this? We're April now. The change is crazy is like even even three months in, like you could see it as well because I've seen the pictures, but just um, seeing the change, but it's not just, it's like what it represented as well, like how I felt in my body, I just felt so much stronger. So I felt more confident, but it was incremental. It wasn't like you had to do everything all at once. And as that's the point as well, is like realizing that all or nothing kind of doesn't work. Mm. All in. <clears throat> um, in, and you're trying to like, when it's not the habit to do that, um, how long are you going to last for until you kind of burn yourself out basically or you just get sick of doing that because you've forgotten everything else you haven't really taken into account everything else that goes on in your life so whereas with taking this approach where it's like i'm just going to build it up and uh and build it up and build it up and build it up until again i don't recognize that baseline so i can't go back to not training at least a couple times a week now because it just doesn't feel good to not do that Mm. And I'm building more training on top of that because of how it makes me feel and how I uh, how I feel like, a, you know, just essentially a better human being for doing it as well, because it's a way of me fulfilling my potential. So, again, but it's all been incremental. It's not been something mm. crazy. And um, and <clears throat> and when you when you approach it in that manner, you start to realize that that's essentially the best way to do it where you don't even in a way you don't even notice you're doing it you yeah. don't even notice yeah. much. that's why if you take stock and look back at you you're like oh shit yeah that's that's the way it used to be um you kind of uh, you have to you take stock and that's how you kind of remind yourself whereas while you're doing it you almost in a way you don't even realize it's happening mm. it's just an incremental thing and you're just being consistent and then that consistency breeds that success that you are essentially looking for and yeah, then man. 
<clears throat> and then on top of that, the key thing I keep saying to you is, well, this is just the beginning, man. This is just the beginning. Yeah. Because <laughs> That's it, the one, right? yeah, exactly. yeah. it is. It's like, all right, six months of training is like, what is that? It's not a long time. You know, you're still a novice lifter. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but the point being that you can always get better, right? Or you can always, you can always do things a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why I keep saying it's just the beginning because ultimately, even though you and I, we coach people to basically live healthier li- livings, I'm still learning how to do that myself. But the more yeah. I learn it and the better I get at it, the more I, the better I, more authentic it is and the better I can teach that to someone else as part of my living. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, um, yeah, the knock effects of that kind of stuff is amazing. I just wanted to say something. About that depression um, stuff that um, Nick mentioned as well. Mm. Uh, yeah, fully. Like, if you're not aligned, if your core values and your behaviors aren't aligned, there's no way you're going to be you know, living like that meaningful life, right? So, because <clears throat> I like what Jordan Peterson says about it. It's not about being happy, it's about leading a meaningful life. Because mm. ultimately, ultimately, happy is kind of, um, in a way, it's a luxury. If he says a great line, actually, which was, um, I'm going to paraphrase it because I can't remember it exactly, but it was basically, it's a luxury to live a life where you're happy, but it's a moral obligation to live away. It's, it may, it's a luxury to do what makes you happy. It's a moral obligation to do what you find meaningful. Mm. I was like, oh man, that's some deep shit. That yeah, was, right, for me, that was powerful. And the different, and the distinction is um is massive because ultimately you can do stuff like which is hedonistic you can do something in the moment impulsive which makes you feel happy but then three hours later or a day later a week later you just it doesn't make you happy whereas if you're doing something meaningful you're going to have plenty of shit days doing it but you still feel good about it Mm. it's like um because you're doing something which is more important than just being happy. So I found that, yeah, so I found that really, really helpful. It's just such a simple way to put it, and um, mm. find somebody who can put something like that so simply. That uh, that um, that's changed it for me. So that's that's basically the line. It's it's a luxury to do what makes you happy. It's a moral obligation to do what you find meaningful. Mm. And then so you start to, yeah, you start to put that together with essentially like you know the core core needs for like a core psychological needs that we have to essentially live that meaningful life which is purpose um self-efficacy and uh, control of your own life and when you have those three things then there is no space for depression to exist mm-hmm. yep. depression anxiety, all that kind of stuff so if you find yourself like you know purpose is essentially you know doing that thing finding out that thing that you find meaningful and then <clears throat> control is having control over your ability to do that um your uh it's uh control over your own life essentially the things that you can control you control it the things you can't control you let it go and uh, being able to so being able to differentiate that because a lot of times like the uncertainty that i guess uh, we're all experiencing now also, there's a lot of it coming from the things that people cannot and cannot control. So we can't control what's going to go on with the economy. Uh, we can't control with um, 
uh, how somebody else is going to behave with regards to what we actually need to do with like you know containing the virus let's say but we we can do our bit and when yeah. you do your own bit you feel you feel in control and you feel happier and you know you kind of fulfill your own purpose as well and self-efficacy is essentially having the tools and the resources needed to live that life in control and um, um to fulfill your purpose and those are always kind of uh, i guess they're always kind of moving as well especially the self-efficacy bit because it's like all right where am i right now where do i need to be i need to pick up these skills and resources and tools to be able to get to where i want to be and you're always yeah. continuously picking that up and then when you're doing those things even in your worst moments you won't be depressed because that's the way i see it is like you won't be depressed because you have you have that um you have that meaning attached to every action that you're doing so powerful man so mm. so powerful that's legit i need to go back and listen to that again 100 percent because it, what it comes down to the last point you made there is like um <clears throat> i talk to my clients sometimes about like um personal social responsibility yep. and um so for instance like uh, the, the guy you helped me out with felix so felix the 11 11 year old football player oh yeah yeah and um yeah 11 years old like year eight <laughs> like when he says that it's so adorable right yeah you remember year eight right i remember year eight like it was yesterday right and uh yeah man he's he's aligned himself with playing football super happy with it he's doing very well he's he's pushing himself to a level where he's like he's 11 years old but he's playing under 14s um he's yeah man at that at that age it makes a big difference right like if i play yeah, with somebody who's 35 I, it makes no difference like I'm, I'm, I'm not, he's 11 and they're 14 it's like it, yeah it's a big, big i mean just being yeah. like uh just being somebody like an 11 year old who's born in september and 11 year old who's born august the following year in the same year group the size difference is massive such a shout such a shout he's, he's playing with kids three years older than him that's yeah. insane yeah. that's madness right madness and it's like and he's, he's, his mom is aware enough to to know that he's got this passion. So she's going to foster it in him and she's going to like invest in what, what she knows that he will be interested in. And then he's there like prepping his meals at 11 years old, doing <laughs> like doing his homework, which is like split squats at 11 years old, like oh, corrective, no. corrective exercise at 11 years old. You think, what is this? This is, this is like, I am. <laughs> so yeah. He's a better human being than I am. <laughs> I've got like you know 34 what? years to practice that shit. He's still he's really <laughs> at 11. So good, man. So good. I hear it and I just think now the the, the, the the tie back to what you were saying was he's 11, he goes to school and the other kid has a packed lunchbox and his packed lunchbox is full of crisps and full of like mm. full fat yogurt or like, or like just, just, a, a, just full of rubbish that that child shouldn't be eating because, yeah. because of whatever reason. Now he's putting an example out there where he's like got a, a box full of greens, a box full of protein and a box full of carbohydrates. And it's like, okay, right. What, what the hell is Felix doing? Like, why, why are we not taking advantage of all like looking at that? Like, what is he doing now for his wider circle? Now his friends have started coming to the gym. Now his friends are asking about meal prep. And as a result of him doubling down on the things you were just mentioning, his, his now wider circle is now being massively positively affected. Whereas he could he could just go along with the rigmarole of like normal life, and and think nothing of it. But he's 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 aligned himself with a goal which is nothing like that. And now as a result, 
everybody else is seeing it and they're all coming forward as well. It's like, you're just, you're a, you're a leader at 11 years old, man. And it's oh, like, yeah. bro, it's so powerful. Bro, that makes so sense. powerful. Tell me about it, man. I went, went, and his mum come to me the other day. And I, this, this is probably, I, I can say this outright, the proudest moment I've ever had at work. Like the yeah. proudest. This just went straight to the top, like whack the hammer, bing, right to the top. Like, <laughs> um, she goes, oh, you've changed his life. Wow. And I was like, oh, what do you say, man? What do you say? And yeah. do you know what, bro? It was, it was just, yeah, 100% the proudest moment as a personal trainer ever. Like, right. so, so happy, so happy. And she was like, you know what? He was 11 years old and, he, and he's, he's, he's happy with his training. Um, he's moving forward like this and whatever. But before we started training, she, she kind of pulled me aside. He was like, he's not too confident. He, he, he knows his ability, but when there's a bigger kid or when there's whatever, he kind of will shy down a little bit. Hmm. So it would be really good if, if he was confident enough to kind of go and push his weight around and, and be strong and kind of be happy with, with his own self to the level where he can fully, fully um, play his game. Yeah. yeah. So, and she's come back. She's like, look, he's doing this. He's, he's the only one in his year squad of 11 that got called to the under 14, the only one. Like, so happy, man. Oh, so, wow. so happy. Just the feels, the feels were so real. And I was like, this is it, man. This is exactly like, and, and there's no part of that, of that like story that is any way um, deviated from what you were saying before. Like yeah. Yeah. in every way, if, if I've then gone and um, doubled down on the things that I think, okay, are going to make me a better PT, then I'm going to foster that. And I'm going to be grateful for the clients I have. And then it, it just, just, just the journey kind of goes along. And then, yeah out of the blue you get this kind of gift of this client who is freaking 11 i keep saying it but he's 11 like what the hell it makes no sense and uh yeah you, you kind of you kind of like life kind of just gives you a gift and just says like look cool you you've paid your dues here have this right and you're just thinking wow like that's that's so nice man so so good too right man too right smash it Man, there's so much that I take from that as well. From and the simple thing is, is um, again, like I, I'll quote Peterson because he's just easily quotable, but he just talks a lot of freaking sense to me, man. He's like, you're a node in a network, so you can either choose to uh, believe that nothing you do matters, or you can choose to believe that everything you do matters, yeah. and um, you can whatever your belief is physically whatever you do or don't do does actually matter though because if you just if like if you weren't the pt that you are you're not affecting his life and it's not changing the lives of the people around him whereas you do you you do take it seriously and you do put that effort into be better and give him the best and then he feels like a much better human being just by doing his own thing and without him saying it to anyone else without him trying to influence anyone else he is influencing other people to be better so the knock-on effect is way bigger than we'll ever see it and so you just yeah you just have to you just have to double down and like like do do the shit that matters and then everybody else benefits whether you see it or not yeah and, um, yeah. and that's huge that's what i love about that because you're doing your thing and then it's influencing this kid who's influencing probably a dozen other kids and then his mum feels like you know feels better for it as well he feels more confident he's he's excelling at what he's doing it's just like the the knock-on effects are crazy and, uh, right, and right. i love that because one of my favorite stories is um 
a client from like five years ago where he had um he had he used to have a back problem and um while he was away on a family trip to the states <clears throat> he was like visiting cousins and stuff he um he took his lacrosse ball with him because i was like look um, when you do your exercises start off by loosening up your back with the lacrosse ball and then do the do the drills that i showed you and then so he's lying there he's like rubbing himself up against the lacrosse ball with his cousins just standing around being like what the hell are you doing this looks ridiculous <laughs> and he's like well you've got a back problem you've got a back problem um don't knock it try it <laughs> yeah they it, and they were like whoa that actually yeah i feel a lot better for it and then they go out and they go and buy themselves a ball and sure. uh, and they're able to and they're able to take care of themselves so he tells me this when he comes back and i was like bro i've just i've shown you this drill for you so you can take care of yourself but then you because you become quite um effective at it you know what you're talking about in terms of taking care of yourself it's no harm in trying to see if it helps anybody else turns out it does that's 3,000 miles away, you know, I've never met these people, never going to have any contact with them, but because I've helped you, you've helped other people. Yeah. You know, and that's, uh, that, that's always the, that's always the kind of like uh, the gratifying part of it as well. Where just, yeah, man. That's just so sick because you just don't realize how many people you can actually have an effect on. So it's better to essentially live your life knowing that you you have an influence and rather everything that you do matters rather than the other way around because the other way around and no one really no one really benefits everybody just suffers couldn't agree more man couldn't agree more and i think i think it's like sometimes it can feel like a bit of a weight where you feel like oh nothing i do matters so i'll just kind of shrug it off and then yeah. the other can the come the other way around is like everything i do matters and that can feel like it's bearing on me. So it's bearing on everything I do and everything, every decision I make. And you see it, people, you see it kind of break people a little bit where, where, Oh, it's that important. And then you don't really know where to draw the line. Like, can I have fun sometimes? Can I goof off sometimes? Or do I have to just be this like moral kind of compass 24 seven? But I think, I think, yeah, you just, you just find your North. I think when, um, when you start giving this stuff a go and you live this way and you realize that, like in that story, you just—it's proof. It's complete proof, and there's there's billions of other stories like that. Um, that you know what this is. This is just so legit, man. It's so so legit, and it, and there's really the end of your like time. You don't ever want there to be. Oh, but you could have done this. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's like uh, is that I think that's a Jordan Peterson one as well, right? Where he's like, uh, hell on earth is meeting the version of yourself you could have been at your at your last day. Like right, okay, yeah. I've heard, I've heard Frank Mir give his own version of that. Oh wow, okay, okay. <laughs> like interesting. from back in the day, he said something like, um, um, "You know what hell is? Like the true definition of hell is when you die and you meet the person you could have become." Yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing, yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's interesting, man. Yeah, you totally, you totally see yeah, that. How did you say it? Uh, hell on earth was the only difference. Hell on earth is 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 meeting at the end of your days meeting um the version of yourself that you could have been I, I, yeah, I, yeah I, i'm sure i've heard him say that in like uh when he was on jre or, or something and um mm. yeah it, it's it's so legit man it's so legit yeah uh, completely, completely legit. yeah and that's the thing is like um so it's, it's basically it's the idea of fulfilling your own potential right mm. so and that's not something that you can just wake up and be like 
I'm fulfilling it. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen. Because <laughs> so, uh, if it did, then freaking great, you know, like we'll be living on the moon already or whatever, you know, it's just, it just wouldn't be an issue. But because it is, it's not something that is easily attained, you just have to start somewhere. So yeah. Yeah. you can't just, um, you can't just be like, uh, all right, well, I don't want to live. I don't want to have that version of hell on earth. So all of a sudden it's different. It's like, no, you have to kind of just work your way, work yeah. your way towards that. And, I, and like, um, so it kind of like, uh, I think, I can't remember who the author is. I think it's Carol Dweck um, who did uh, growth, growth mindset versus <clears throat> fixed mindset. Mm -hmm. But, um, but there was basically like, uh, there's, there's an experiment or rather they, tried it and tested it with a bunch of kids in like some interstate schools or something like that in uh, in the states where they did some tests and the ones who did really well they said to them um oh you must be really talented well done on your good score and then for another for the other group they said oh you did really well you must have worked really hard at this and so the ones who were told that you must be gifted essentially is like this isn't exactly how it went down but this is basically it is mm. they were kind of afraid to try like the next time around and wow. um, or and the ones who were told you must have worked really hard at this they didn't care about making mistakes so they would try harder and harder and harder until they got better and better and better they appreciate the process whereas the others were like well i'm supposed to be gifted if i don't do well at this that means i'm not gifted anymore so i'm not gonna I'm not going to put myself out there that kind of thing and That's really, uh, interesting, really interesting and and like so if i when i think back to what i used to do like early days at school like i feel like i was like drilled with that fixed mindset mm. so i was like you're good at this stop fucking around kind of thing and uh, and i was like oh, okay cool and if I'm, so if i'm if I am fucking around, does that mean I'm not good at it? Well, like, you know, what, it, what I, I just couldn't, um, I only it, like, got to my adult life and realized that a lot of the kind of language that I got exposed to uh, growing up was uh, from school was just basically, um, you're good, you're smart, you're smart, you're smart, you're smart, as opposed to, oh, you know, it takes effort and, you know, you can have the smarts, but it doesn't mean anything unless you put the effort. Mm. Mm. So for me, putting effort in was like, it always felt difficult. So it always felt like, oh, you know what, fuck this. So like the first the first hurdle, it would always be if something got hard, I'd be like, yeah, screw it. But I've had to really plow through that, and I'm that's still something that's probably the biggest thing that I'm always working on, which is if something gets hard, you have to keep going because the moment it gets hard, that's actually really good. I have to keep telling myself that because that means you're getting somewhere with it. Yeah. Um, and jujitsu for me it was a really good learning curve for that because you know you can be um, uh, my story, my situation was I went from, uh, I got my like third stripe in my white belt and then a month later he promoted me to blue belt. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it happened really quickly. It happened in the space of like 10 months and uh, I still maintained like, all right, looking at it, trying to look at it objectively, I was like, look, it's still too early, but it was uh, too early to get my promotion because I just didn't feel like I had the basics down as well as I do, uh, um, as well as, um, as well as I could have done. And and that's the main that's the most important thing for me is like do I understand the basics as well as I could and then yeah okay cool then I can move on uh, to the next level but sometimes it's the flip side is like you just need that push 
to get you to the next level as well. But it was going, it went from, okay, cool, I'm establishing myself as a higher level white belt and I'm going to spend a little bit of time practicing at this level and, um, and practicing on people who are just coming in and not as quite as good as me. But then I got my blue and I went from being, okay, um, at the top of the white belt hierarchy to I'm going to get smashed every fucking time I show up to training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> it's going to be hard. Just when I thought, okay, I might compete now as well because I feel like I'm getting somewhere with this. I just went straight into uh, straight into blue belt. And I uh, was like, all right, well, I've got to go to the advanced classes now and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore again. Wow, wow. And, uh, and so uh, it just made me realize like, okay, I know a bunch of tech. So, uh, it took me about six months to first of all, get really comfortable that I'm a blue belt now. And then this, the second thing I realized was um, if like, cause that's, um, I've had discussions about this like with some people as well, but the, when you get to blue belt, is there's always a massive drop off, right? And then um, um, my housemate Matt, he's purple belt, and he goes, "Look, a big part of that is because people. How long do people do hobbies for? When they try something new, how long do they carry on doing it for? You know, you could be a blue belt in a lot of different things over the course of your life, but time, because you're just like, oh, I'm going to do this for a, a little bit of time and see how I go and move on to the next thing. Then also, my, my thinking is also that's when it gets hard, right? Because you're going to go back to getting smashed all the time. So sometimes you might just think, I'm just not going to bother. I'm not going to bother turning up because just when I thought I was getting somewhere, it just got super hard again. And, um, and so what I started thinking at that stage was uh, that I do know stuff but I don't know how to make it click. It's almost like if I'm rolling, it's like instead of going in there with a purpose, it was always just like, I'm just going to throw whatever technique I know and see if it sticks. But that's not helpful, right? If like, if I do that long-term with life, it's like, if I'm just like throwing stuff out there and seeing what happens, it's always scattered. You just never feel like you're getting the most out of something. And that's basically what it felt like. So I started realizing that I know a bunch of techniques, but I don't really know what I'm doing with them. And, um, and this is where it gets difficult because it doesn't matter what I know, it matters how I string it together. Or it matters mm. what I know conceptually and principally to be able to string all that stuff together. <clears throat> and um, and yeah, I just have to also plow through the fact that I'm going to get smashed all the time as well. So And just take victory in the little things, like the tiny thing of like, oh, that brown belt, instead of selling me in seven seconds, it took him 10 seconds. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, so and, yes, that's a victory. That's a celebration. And that actually ties back to what we were uh, talking about earlier with um, regards to celebrating the wins on the way to a goal and like the dopamine response that you get from that. Because if you don't celebrate the tiny little things, you won't, you won't get to the ultimate place that you want to get to because if uh, is because it just ends up making it even harder. So instead of being like, Oh, I fucked you're like, I fucked up 20 times, but this is what I got out of it. And it took him 10 seconds instead of seven seconds to sub me. That's a fucking win. I can keep using that. And you kind of yeah. have to be a little bit delusional about it as well, right? Because that's what Fuck I feel. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you just have to, you have to cut out a bunch of crap and just focus on the right stuff. And, um, and that keeps you going. So it's, yeah, celebrating those tiny wins. That's why, that's why like grappling for me is such a good training ground for like life lessons, basically, because it's so obvious to you. It just hits you straight where, mm. where you think you're good at something and then somebody else can show you up 
if you've got too much ego, you can get battered down. Um, if you're struggling with something, it's really obvious in something like grappling. And then, you, so then learning what to do to correct that and then trying to, instead of looking at all the negative stuff, which is, I mean, the thing you're going to do the most is get, is tap, you know, you always, that's the thing you're going to do the most in your whole career. But how do you, how do you overcome that? And that's by celebrating a little wins basically. So then for me, the, like how that you know, ties that loop together, which is it's helping me come out of that fixed mindset and approach it with a growth mindset and, um, and always feel like, you know, there's a, there's abundance there. And then that hard work is, uh, is kind of getting, or the ability to do hard work is getting drilled into me by choosing to stay with the things that are difficult rather than just being like, ah, fuck it, it's hard. I can just leave that and do the next thing. Yeah, man. So, so true. So many truths there. Like, you even go back to the school thing. I used to be mm. scared in school of giving my yeah. work in. I used to write, I used to write, like, yeah. always try and do, like, say, say the other kids in the class are doing three pages. I would always write five pages just because I would want to try and cover every single angle and, and yeah, yeah. overdo yeah. the work, overdo the work, right? And then at the end of it, when it came to actually giving it in to be marked, I'd be like, no, I don't want to do it. And I would kind of like hide it or like wouldn't give it in because I, I was scared of having that kind of like, oh, you're a clever kid, pull down. That, mm. that was, again, that fixed mindset where it was like, okay, unless this, this kind of defines my value, defines yeah. how good I am, yeah. defines how I feel about myself, um, rather than handing in and learning from the things I've done wrong, because there's always going to be things you do wrong, um, and seeing it as like a, we fail forward, like we fail forward, like we have to we have to make the mistake to learn from the mistake to to go forward. Um, never having been aware of that, it was always like okay, no, hide it, hide it, hide it. And um, you can, I think, as uh, one of the things that kind of is is a bit of a, I think. Uh, a gift and a curse at the same time was being the big kid in school. Mm. So it was always like, okay, you can, everyone's kind of scared of you, but then at the same time, you kind of fall into that moniker of, oh, I'm, I'm strong, I'm powerful, I'm kind of like that guy. Where the story of like David and Goliath is is obviously, is like a, I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you got the banner as well. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to put that in. Fell forward. Sweet. Like, so many things we could have created a for. I just feel like right. I forgot. I love it. I love it. It's uh, the whole like story of like David and Goliath, right? So it's like yeah. Goliath doesn't lose because he gets hit with a stone. It's because he he doesn't value what David actually has, and he and he and he, he's not he's not sighted enough to see. And that's where the whole one I think comes in, like yeah. that that's that actually broken down. I heard that broken down one time in like a, in a YouTube advert actually one time. And it was like the, the story, the way it works is that he's so tall, he's so big that he doesn't see that anybody else can have anything else for him. So that's where the whole, oh, he has one eye. Like he is a guy, like he is a cyclops, not in the, he is so short-sighted that he can't see what what the other option is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, obviously like, it takes something so small to offset this big colossus. That's kind of the, the, uh, the play on there. And kind of tying that back into being in school is like you don't see the growth in failing, so you never want to fail. You always want to kind of stay up here, and you want to and you want to just kind of keep your nose clean, and um, you don't see the other side. And I think using people around you later in life to uh, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh yes. Oh yeah. I'm gonna throw some random ones later as well. <laughs> You'll throw some sad ones in, yeah, some 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 uh, mango yeah, yeah. duck and waffle. <laughs> Sheep duck mango. I think that's Sheep something <laughs> when we were teenagers. That's that's so old. That's nuts, man. That guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. No. Huh? Right. Shout out to Sam. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're right. Legend. Yeah, there we go. Love it. Love it. Big Sam. Oh, there you go. Oh, it's back. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah. The Cyclops. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was just kind of trying to segue off that in terms of what you were talking about with JITs. And how mm. it's so exposing, man. It's so exposing. And then like, you realize that you 100% need to fail. Like, it's it's just the, the done thing. Like, you, like you, I like what you just said there about you're not going to do anything more than you're going to tap. Like, yeah. that's, that's um, it's just admitting that you didn't get it that time. But there's, like, don't fear. Don't be scared. Now you know how not to do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, there's a book by uh, uh, Maxwell Maltz called uh, Psycho-Cybernetics. Have you heard of it? Oh yeah, I've heard that book. Yeah, beastly book. Do you know what? I've start, I've I've started it and restarted it so many times, but I I actually love the the first chapter of that book, and um, it, it's all about like the self and knowing yourself and knowing kind of like the uh, it calls it like failure mechanisms and and there's so many things they quote in that, but um, one of the main things it tells a story about like a a, a missile and how the missile has a a, a servo mechanism on board. And the server mechanism basically is like a steering mechanism. And the only way it knows, it knows where the destination is, but the only way it gets there is by self course correcting along the way. So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, it's going along and a gust of wind will push it to the left. So it knows it has to steer right. And a gust of wind will push it to the right. So it knows it has to steer left. And these gusts of wind are just like, um, they're, they're the things that are gonna be your obstacles in life. They're the things that you didn't quite get it right. So now you know which way to go to get it right. And then eventually mm -hmm. you hit the target. And it, that was so powerful when I heard that. I thought, you know what? That's like everything you want to do in life. You have to just go and, like we talked about at the very start, start, like start yeah, making yeah. mistakes. And we hear this so many times, but I think that, that fear of a fear of failure is such a crippling fear. Sometimes you think, you know what? Oh, I had it right from when I was in school. Like I did, didn't, yeah, yeah. Did, didn't want to even like try for the for the fear of actually, oh, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, you didn't get it. No, you're now you're for some reason you feel like your self worth is kind of like down. But it's it's like oh now you actually learned now you actually got better by uh, by putting yourself out there. So powerful, man. So powerful. I think I think with with the the, 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 the jits lessons are by far the best ones, man. I think everything kind of everything changes when you meet Sylvie, right? <laughs> we, can't, we can't go through a podcast without just Sylvie. That's the exactly. battle right now. <laughs> that's the battle right now. That's it. That's it. And you just you just get you just get like. <laughs> I don't know what the yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the word is, man. But it's 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 like it's like a re-education, an absolute yeah. re-education. And yeah. like, wow, it forces you as well. You can't like if you want to carry on, you can't just stay in the same mindset that you started with, because then you're just like, oh shit. Like, I know with I know with son. Shout out to big son. Yeah. There you go. Pow pow. There you go. 
Like I know the he's like on on occasion he's been used as the guy where the new guy comes in who's a big dude, and uh, and then his instructor just goes, "Yeah, you got to go with son." The guy's like, "What? You're gonna make me go with this guy who's barely barely the size of my leg?" <laughs> and fucking taps him out like four or five times. They're like Wolverine just jumps on him. <laughs> yeah, just jumps and just like just him properly. And then fucking go up. And then if the guy like he's gonna do one or two things, he's either not gonna come back or he's gonna come back. But if he comes back, he's gonna have to approach it with a different mindset straight away. Right. It's yeah. gonna change his mindset. He's like, oh damn. So you have to. You like you yeah. it just teaches Bro, you that you happened with me. I grapple with son. I grapple with son. I don't, know, I, don't know, I, I don't even know when this was, right? But one, I think the first time I met him, and I had no idea. I had no idea. I remember we sat on the side of the mat, and um, it was I knew. Sam. <laughs> 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 I knew Sam. I knew yourself because I met you the first day I ever came to Wave, and then oh, Sam yeah, was there. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I think he, he was sat there when his belt was off. I didn't know what he was. I didn't. I obviously didn't really care. But then. He put his blue belt on. I was like, oh, shit, okay, this guy's this guy, like, he's, he's legit. And uh, we grappled. I think he tapped me out after like ages of me trying to pass his guard and me just trying and trying. And he was definitely looking back now, he was just letting me work. Like, he wasn't yeah. trying to be egotistical. Yeah. He was, he could have jumped on me and defo turn, turn the tables exactly. quick, quick, right? And like just collar choked me a billion times or whatever, but he didn't. You know what I mean, he just kind of let me play. And then um, when it was done, I was just like, wow, that's like. That shouldn't happen. You know what I mean? That that like in my mind, I'm like, no, that's that's not right. Like this guy is 100 percent half my body weight. Like exactly. Half. exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like if he was my size, holy shit, like that's scary. But he doesn't even need to be my size. He's yeah. he's he's that skilled. He's just like doesn't even it's not a thing to him. You know what I mean? It's not a thing to him. And uh, yeah, man, and like, luckily I'll come back because I'm just like, fuck it, I need to learn what he knows. And uh, yeah. every, every chance after that I got to roll with him. It was like straight over, straight over, straight over. Let's go, let's go, son. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. There's lessons. There's lessons in, in all of it, man. So powerful. Exactly, man. So cool. So cool. Shout yeah. out. Exactly. Freaking Ali Badger. Ali Badger. Just pure violence. Like, just to hear. And then just yeah. <laughs> that, 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 bit, that bit is just pure hilariousness. That's it. The rest of it is just violence. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Just beautiful, <laughs> controlled, of like aesthetic. Great. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Special guy, man. Special guy. Exactly. Yeah, like back to the Sylvia thing. I remember one time, like, um, was that was that uh, wave, and um, yeah, bring it back. So um, I, I had taken one private with Sylvia. And mm. legit, like one private at this point. And in that, I think it was no, it might have been two, it might have been two maximum. And I think after that, we tried to schedule it and our schedules which wouldn't line up. So right. after these two privates, like people had seen me like leave with Sylvia and be like, oh, okay, he's training with Sylvia. Okay, cool, cool. Like whatever that is. And we know what that's like. Like it's not yeah. a good time. It's not <laughs> a good time. Like it's a great time. It's a great time. It's, <laughs> an, it's a life changing time. But it's right. not, right. Yeah. But it's like you just, just yeah, breaking. Breaking yeah. is the word. Like everything is gonna break, right? Oh, but cool. um, and so breaking people see me kind of leave. That's basically yeah, it. that's it. That's 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 Sylvia, man. That's Sylvia. And people see me kind of leave with him. And I remember one class, <laughs> one guy kind of turned to me and he said, um, I was grappling with somebody else and I was getting the upper hand. And luckily, I was like, I put my like practice to use and it was it was working, right? Yeah. And he said, and he said to me, he was like, Oh, you're only winning because you've you've taken privates. <laughs> And I thought, 
yeah, but we're winning because I've taken privates. <laughs> I thought, I thought like Silvius, we're winning because Silvius, Silvio, you know what I mean? Like, like he's been around the world, like laying out ass whoopings and actually probably taking ass whoopings from the age of six. Yeah. And he, he told us stories about like how he's cried on the mats and this, that, and the other and everything else uh, from being like young and grown, grown through into what he is now. And yeah. then now we see the value in that. So we go and put ourselves forward for the ass whooping. It's yeah. like, okay, now I'll take mine so I can give you yours so you can <laughs> learn too. Like, yeah. that's the way this works. You know what I mean? There is a reason why there's a black belt and we're all white belts sitting there like, oh, yes, sir, no, sir. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah man. I, I just thought, I heard him say that and I thought immediately came to my mind. I was like, nah, man, we're getting better because I'm doing that. You know what yeah. I mean? that, that was that immediate, like, uh, you're, a, you're a grown person and you're still stuck in that fixed state. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. That's, there's like, there's that's just awesome. so much presumption in that as well because it's like, uh, is that you could take privates, but you could do nothing with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so right. <laughs> that's that's the difference as well. So it's just like, oh, you're only successful if you take privates. It's like, no, no, no. I'm doing better because I've taken privates and implemented what I'm learning. You know, yeah. I could just yeah, take, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, I know what that is now and like whatever. Like that was, that was one thing for me as well. Like in the beginning, um, when I started uh, Jits Up, I, I took... I took some private lessons as well, but it was kind of like, all right, the instructor knows best. I'm a beginner, so he'll just teach me what I need to know, right? But it was, um, and it was great. I mean, like I did learn some techniques and stuff like that, but it was, it was like, it was kind of haphazard. It was just, everything was just a bit all over the shop. Mm -hmm. and so, um, so what ended up happening was I took those privates. I've still got the videos from them. They're still helpful. Nice. Um, because it was like arm bars, arm platter, um, a couple of um, a couple of movement drills, which would help you uh, transition from a uh, guard into a um, arm bar from guard and that kind of thing. But um, I just realized I never ended up using it because yeah. I didn't really know when to use it, and uh, I didn't know how to transition into it because I never learned that. And it was like, okay, this is cool, but I'm like. What I, you're showing me this before I even know how to set up a guard break or set up my guard properly and all that kind of stuff. So it was, um, yeah, it was just like, yeah. so, I could, so I could show up to the next class and then some geezer could be like, oh, you're only succeeding because you took privates. So like, actually, I didn't even use what I learned in the yeah. That's it. That's it. So it's, um, yeah, it's just like there's a bunch of uh, presumption there as well. And it's just, uh, and also, yeah, like it's a bit of a closed mindset thing going on too. Totally, man. Totally. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. It's good because of this. It's like, no, no, no. But you can ask me what I just tried to help you not suffer the same fate again, right? Or whatever it is. It's, uh, yeah, it's true, man. It's going to teach you that constantly. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, and just so like, think in terms of things to be grateful for in the yeah. last like two years of life, just meeting him and meeting all you guys and yeah. just having that kind of like, experience yeah like oh big time epic absolutely yeah. epic yeah, absolutely epic right and it's, it's, it's so cool to see like where we all are now obviously like i've moved back here but mm. sylvia's moved around and, and you guys are kind of still trying to train with him and we just recognize that you know what this is and this is like the north like we want to go towards that kind of star towards yeah. that direction yeah. in our lives and we we're talking about it before like we align ourselves with the things and then it just all steamrolls. We do the right reps and you, you realize that, you know, this is definitely what I need. And yeah, um, yeah man, you feel super, super kind of aligned 
yeah. when yeah. you're taking that beating because you know that it's making you more of what you want to be. And yeah. you're just like, oh, shit, okay, I'm in for it again. I'm in for it again. But this yeah. is this is 100% legit and I need this. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's like, uh, it's like the <clears throat> difficult the sessions are. Also, if they weren't that difficult, I don't think, again, it's like uh, exponentially the other way. It wouldn't be as valuable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't end like you wouldn't finish a session feeling like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. Whereas because it's so hard, you finish a session, you just feel like, man, I fucking, that was great. That was yeah. so good. And I think uh, just, yeah, that suffering means that it's so much better. <laughs> Because <laughs> if, if we didn't like it, there's that classic thing of um, it, it, you know we've seen it happen, where it's just uh, it's just too chill an environment, and um, instructor could be explaining something, and nobody's really paying attention, or they're kind of talking over it, or when they do, and then you know they ask some questions, and it's like that's not actually that relevant right now. You know, you just no. need to do it, and then ask questions afterwards, and. Um, and then, you know, they could even be chiming in as well. So I'm like, no, no, no. Like, let the instructor instruct us here for yeah. now, right? Too right, too right. And, um, and then, so it ends up being too chill. And then you leave and you're just like, okay, yeah, that was cool. But uh, but I only realized that once once we started doing those kinds of sessions with uh, Sylvie, where it's like the physical effort was through the roof. It was mm -hmm. difficult. But how that pulls us all together to achieve more mm -hmm. and uh, just get so much more out of it. And we're uh, and and then yeah, so then the satisfaction again, going back to celebrating the wins and like the gratitude and uh, that dopamine hit as well on top of that because you've come through something and like that's yeah. also part of doing something purposeful and meaningful, which is you struggled for it and uh, then you've come out of it and you've achieved something and you just feel freaking great and that's why you would travel from freaking Leicester to Ray Stevens Academy to mm. come two hours on a Sunday with us boys because of all those different factors which is the training is so valuable that you know the struggle is real you get so much out of that um and uh, and that's why I wouldn't like I would never think twice about coming to a training session when I know all the guys are going to be there as well like um, Sylvie's leading the class and then like you Sam Shad son like there's there's a whole group of us that rock up to that class now yeah. and, uh, and so is that community feel to it we're all doing it together it's freaking struggle, but we're also learning to excel at something that we all like doing. And um, and then we get to have a chat afterwards and chill after yeah. getting a sauna yeah. and you know, everything feels better. So it doesn't matter that it takes up that much of our, um, that's not even a consideration that it takes on no. like maybe five, six hours of our day because it's like, it just feels that good to do it. It's part, mm -hmm. I always like, I would always come back after a Sunday and I'll be like, you know what? This next week's gonna be great. <laughs> so right, man. So it's like right. The day, the week, the week is yeah. the day with you boys. So you're right, man. Just just fills your tank so much. You know what I mean? Like you, you you've just got that that go in you now because that that shit, the hardest shit that's gonna come. Like <laughs> Sylvia says, jackknives, and you're just like. Uh. <laughs> but, says anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's, it's particularly jackass for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay it out there on the line. If, if there's one thing that happens that is like soul destroying, it's jackass. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I need to. I'm, 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 do you know? What? I'm, I'm even more motivated, right, to fix that shit because yeah, yeah. it can't happen. I, I saw GSP recently doing like a almost like a plyometric jackknife where he, he comes off the floor 
and he he jackknives and he hops with his ass off the floor. He's doing it on a on a on a gymnastics kind of turf. So yeah, the, okay, the floor is giving him some give, but nuts. That's nuts, right? How how strong <laughs> is his like his core's got to be to just fold in yeah. itself and just pop him off the floor like that? Exactly. Nuts, nuts. But at the same time, like yeah, that what you said there about it, it feeding into the rest of everything. I remember like driving back with a smile on my face for two yeah. hours, just being like. <laughs> I'm so happy. Like, I'm just so happy with my life right now. Like, I don't give a shit. People are driving on the motorway, stuck in traffic and whatever. And I'm like, you don't get it. Like, you just yeah. don't get it. You haven't done what I've just done. Exactly. I'm the happiest person on the M1 all, all the way back to Leicester. Like, this is, this is, this, this is amazing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Special, man. Special. Oh, fantastic, man. Yeah. Beautiful. There's power in that, man. Big time. Too like, right, man. In that Too challenge, right. struggling through it and then <laughs> doing it with people that you like. And, yeah, and then doing and yeah, developing a skill, man. Like uh, yeah, too right, man. It's it's firing up so many different like brain circuits, which are which are centered around you living a good, healthy, happy, meaningful life. And yeah. it's just doing all of that all at once. Too right, man. I, I don't know about you, but do you, do you feel like this is this is definitely going to be a judgment now? But mm. when when you're exposed to that, luckily you're exposed to that, and you have these barometers around you of people that tell you when you're not quite on or you can you can you have these tests right silver use sessions are tests when whenever you're with anybody in the class you're all legit people you're like i'm going to be tested now when you're around people who don't necessarily have that like you can tell straight away like they don't have that test they don't have that kind of like thing in their life that's pushing them to become more to become a better a stronger version of themselves um, and I feel like it's so apparent. I feel like it's so apparent when when we've been lucky enough to have that. We've been kind of given that yeah. next stage yeah. in life, and then you meet people and you think oh, we're not we're not quite clicking right now because mm. there's almost like a a bit of of me that doesn't quite align with with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's 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 such a like a it's an offshoot, but I, I really do feel it. Like after yeah. the last year, you can even go to other jit clubs and. It's it's just not there. Like we know, we know it firsthand. Like going back to other jets clubs and then kind of like training with Sylvia alone, you think, yeah, this is a different thing. This yeah, is, this, yeah. this is we're calling it jujitsu, but when we're not, we're not yeah, having yeah. the same experience right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no, I get, I get that. It's um, what could it, what could it be? Because uh, I think what you're, yeah, I you. It, it does happen and you, like, you start to recognize it more even in people that you uh that you hang out with like own mm. for a long time so you know you can end up diverging because you you're diverging from like okay like there's people that i grew up with for example and it's like uh we're on the same path and like in terms of because we've just grown up with each other you know you're always going to have that history because you from the same area you went to the same school that kind of thing but then as time goes on, like as people, it's like you're just divergent. You're not, you're not staying on the same kind of, mm. it's not even about the same path in life. It's just about that same kind of approach mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimately what I feel like you end up relating the most with, right? Like, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we're all like, for example, we're all like different shapes and sizes, you know, it's like there's you, there's me, and then there's son. Like, you know, that's yeah. basically, that's one end of the scale. There's the middle, and there's the other. <laughs> end, <okay? laughs> and we're not to, we're not hanging out together because of our fucking shape and size. We're hanging out together because of the way we approach life, right? Okay. 
we can relate to that. But there's yeah, right. yeah there's always like uh, uh, they'll just send you just end up diverging from it, and then you just like I don't get how you think anymore. It's like we may have come mm. from the same place, but I just I can't I can't deal with that. So you know, you do you, and yeah, you kind of thing, and that's it. And it's it's Fight Club, isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. Club. yeah, it's totally Fight Club. You just like what the fuck is going on right now? Like why <laughs> why you kind of you know it's there in them, but you almost want to just like pull them out of that that weird state of being. Yeah, and, uh, there's you, you can't because you're you're so separate. But um, yeah, you just becomes things become very apparent in a very you know in a way that you wouldn't have thought would be a byproduct of going to jujitsu class. But then you're mm -hmm. like, shit. There's so many more things that I didn't know that would come alongside this. That yeah. just happened. Yeah, man. Epic. Yeah. So epic. And then uh, there was yeah, because that reminds me of um, what you said in your story in on Instagram story where you're like, you know, I'm surrounding myself with people uh, with like a strong mindset essentially. And um, yeah, so that what you said there reminded me of that. Like, what kind of uh, what kind of people um, is that the right question? Is it what kind of people are they? Or well, actually, no. What do you think? Uh, what's the environment that you're thriving in the most? So even even with everything that's going on right now, what do you think is helping you to thrive? Um, I said this. You know, I had this realization a few months ago, and it was that when I'm like my mum. I am the most productive. I am the most like aligned with who I want to be um, ever. Like she's she's super hardworking. She's like the strongest person I've ever met, um, and she's my mum. You know what I mean? Like she's just in, like we'll talk about the the whole size thing back to sun, right? He's gonna be, he's gonna be fucking flipping us off hard right now. But I'm just like <laughs> she's she's the same. Like she's she's five foot four, and but. Tough as nails, right? Tough as nails. In, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I told her recently. I said to her, I said, when I'm when I'm kind of like aligned with you, in the sense that she does the tough things. She doesn't sheer. She doesn't shy away from routine. Um, she has her beliefs like uh, held at the forefront of her mind constantly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and yeah, there's no ego there. There's, there's 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 just like how you'd want like a person to be. That's how she is, in my opinion. Yeah, and yeah. whenever I'm around her, luckily I get I get back to I come back to Leicester because I wanted to be around my family more, and namely just her. Um, it really really gives me that like uh, yeah, the sense that I'm I'm doing the right thing. I'm aligned with who I want to be. And um, yeah, she kind of like gives me that direction, hundred percent, hundred percent. So I ask that question, like, who? Obviously, you can go back to people in London, Sylvie, you guys, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But then when I'm here, I'm away from all that. But then I still have her to be like, to kind of like judge my own life against. And I feel mm -hmm. like when, it, when it's in, when it's in line with with how she is, it definitely gives me the most. Um, the most satisfaction back and the most like um uh what's the word like gratefulness for, mm -hmm. for having that kind of measure to try and measure up against yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's funny you asked that question because i actually asked a, a friend of mine yesterday on instagram um anisha shout out to anisha um <laughs> i said to her i said i said uh who kind of influences you to be the way you are you know what i mean it's a similar mm -hmm. thing to what you, you just said to me yeah yeah what about yourself oh man <laughs> i think um 
yeah, the older I get, definitely I appreciate my parents way, way more. So, like, uh, <laughs> it just it, it's something that cracks me up, right? You know, like they did the uh, NHS uh, clap on Thursday night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I literally I called my mom at like 7.58 p.m. right and yeah. I got a missed call from her I called her back and I was like how's it going mom and then two minutes later I hear the clapping going on outside my window I was like oh mom yeah they're doing the NHS clap she's like oh cool son I gotta go I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta do my clap. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes out and like uh, and my dad as well like um, my bro texts me afterwards he was like yeah man they're just outside they're just fucking hollering you know they're just not doing it for love. the cameras they're doing it because pure love you know just you're right because everybody's filming it right everybody's yeah it, but they're standing in their driveway just like just clapping away because they're just putting their good energy out there you know for the world to experience and uh, and that cracked me up so hard. My mom's like, "I gotta go," <laughs> just as so she can go out and clap. I love it. And She's following um, her purpose to the end, man. She's yeah. like, oh, yeah, "I've got a boy, but my boy's got to go for a second. Like, I'm gonna go clap." <laughs> so good. And uh, and like, yeah, it's like the level, my levels of appreciation just go through the roof. Especially like you know nowadays, practicing more with the gratitude and stuff is. Um, because they've just quietly gone about their business uh, from the moment, like uh, just yeah, from the moment they've arrived in this country, basically. So I think parents, uh, our parents, basically, they've experienced hardship. There's, there's no doubt about it. You know, to make it in this country <clears throat> at the time, you know, just being immigrants, basically, first generation immigrant. Um, well, I think my dad, like my dad, would be second generation immigrant here, basically. But it's at a time where you know he's he's got just just got hustle there's there's no two ways about it you've just got to like make shit happen for yourself yeah and but it's just done in a way where it's like i'm not complaining i'm not i'm not making a big deal out of it i'm just doing it Mm -hmm. and that like uh realizing that it's taken me it's taken me some time in that just uh, like the power of that where it's just uh like I, I know, like the idea of I know what I got to do, and I'm just going to do it, you know. So their purpose is probably is um, so that I can have kids who have a better life than we did, and uh, and that, and but just going about doing it and just quietly executing and just yeah. make it happen. So savage, man. And it's just, um, and that's because it was quietly done. And also combined with what I was saying about like, you know, being a kid and just like kind of growing up with a bit of a fixed mindset drilled in from school, just like it took me ages to see that, that leading by example. Yeah. And, um, and so now it's things like, uh, you know, at a time when everybody's complaining about, I don't have anything to do, it's day five of quarantine, I'm fucking bored out of my mind. And, uh, you know, you just, people start, you just start to realize that, okay, there's, there's a bunch of people out there who don't have any hobbies. My mom, like, similar to your mom, is just like, she's out there. She's like, all right, what can I do? You know? So she, like, starts doing some painting. She's like, she's she's quite creative as well. So she's doing her own thing. And um, she's just basically doing something at all times, you know? So there's, there's so much value in that. Whereas, like, like, you just see it happening. It's like, oh, yeah, there is an option. There is a choice. So I could, I can do something, you know? And um, so appreciating them as i've got older more and more and more 
as um, and yeah so i'm learning a lot from them but then you know sam's my younger brother but um uh, <clears throat> but i get so much value in watching him and shad through their business and like um and just or just just watching them with just the way they are or just you know how they talk about stuff or whatever and just yeah just everybody just like um it's got to a stage where i quite easily disregard people who i realize like um, i'm just not going to like it's it's not from a selfish point of view that i'm not going to get much value from them it's more that uh, they're um they it just feels like going to bring me down like uh, yeah I just can't deal with that like it's just it's that, it's that paul scholes thing isn't it yeah that paul scholes like your your baseline is so high now because of the people around you well, yeah. when you got when you got someone from macroton stanley playing with you you're just like exactly what is this? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, 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 pre- you just find that you find that person who's like not on their or not on their <clears> left <throat> and it's just so much more obvious yeah and so you're just like yeah there's, there's no point in me trying anything with on that level and um uh yeah so it's just essentially it's like uh who else and like in some of the communities that i'm in so like i know nick daniels through yeah yeah, uh, yeah. NT, right mm-hmm. and um and that's like uh, that's a great community of people because you know they created like a, a facebook group for people who've done the course and like everybody asks questions and um and obviously uh so that's like when you create a community around something that's that's always really helpful and they're people i've learned so much from from a professional yeah. level um people are just generous with their with their knowledge and there's mm-hmm. fucking smart people like literally world-class people in that community and so there's um there's lots to be gained from it so you know those kinds of people so professionally and impersonally is just um just yeah just the people i hang out with um who have got something interesting to say is um it's it's like I guess um, for me, yeah, yeah, just like immediate stuff is just coming, uh, appreciating my family <clears throat> and uh, learning stuff through them, and um, and people who are excelling and like um, or and like actually, yeah. So people like uh, people, uh, one, uh, the ones who have been able to, uh, who are like the connectors, who have exposed us to all the kind of people that we're talking about. So I talk a lot about Jordan Peterson because I feel mm. that the stuff that he says is just basically uh, articulating in the best way possible because he's so fucking articulate. Like he can just get his point across really, really well. Is uh, um, So someone like him has been super influential because it just makes you realize like, uh, you know, the more off, the more you listen to him, the more you realize he's just saying the same shit over and over and over again because ultimately it's it's not comp- it's not that complicated no. to, to to live to live your best life if you want to put it that way mm, mm. So he's talking about things that you know you need to put in place to essentially live the best version of yourself yeah and, um and yeah so having that articulated has been super super beneficial so somebody that i am aware of but don't know personally he's mm. influence. and yeah there's there's going to be loads of other people like that as well but yeah man I think think the common ground amongst all those people is that they all have that centralized being that one thing that Mm -hmm. they're acting on and I think like from from my parents to Sam to Sylvia to Jordan Peterson they're all like aligned with who they want to be how they want to be it and they're about it every single day 
and there's no deviance. You know, I mean, there's there's hardly any any um, a deviation from that path. You know what I mean? And that's what we see, or we think, oh, that's legit. You know I mean, yeah. that's that's exactly how I want to be. So, yeah. like, imitation is a great form of flattery, right? Like, we yeah. are now sat here quoting Jordan Peterson. We're now uh, waxing lyrical about Sylvie. You know what I mean? Like, and we're we're talking about the 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 the, the, the great things about our parents is because like we see that we want to align with that. And it's like the whole, they are now moving like kind of through us. Like we're a vessel of, of what we kind of take in, how we how we judge it across the questions we ask ourselves. And then we just carry on that way. You know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah, man, super special, super special. Yeah, completely. Yeah, and you got, shout out to Big Son again. Shout out to Big Son. Yeah, he's, he's another one. He's another one. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah, that guy. That guy. He's another one we've got to align with. Fuck yeah, man. That guy's, that guy, that guy's just here for a fucking good time. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that he shows up with. Yeah. <laughs> special, man. Special. Yeah, yeah it's like, um, who else? Uh, that's it yeah i mean yeah you're right basically they just uh, yeah yeah you're right and it's the it's the stuff that you don't um it's the it's yeah it's the intangible stuff you know it's like because uh, you get drawn to like um that a certain kind of energy like because uh, you can feel it when somebody who's who's feeling down for example when they walk into a room you just feel the difference right you know, <clears> people <throat> who have a positive energy and they walk into a room yeah. and it feels good so yeah. with these folks is um like that energy is yeah it's just different compared to compared to some other people yeah so, my, 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 my dad talks about this quite a lot he's like uh he's, he's proper off the cuff my dad like he's very very different human being and and he's he's another person who i definitely align like as somebody who's influenced me a lot and um he he said to me one time he was like what what did what do you think we did before we had language i said i don't know he was like uh we, we were kind of like uh, he's, he's like my theory is that we were more um like telepathic in nature we could pick up on things without even actually having to verbalize them and like verbally it's it's the it's like the second grade of of uh expressing how we feel and stuff whereas what you just said there is that you can feel the energy right and my, my best mate tj we we talk about that quite a lot as well. He he says that he's well, I work off energy quite a lot, and he see that's that's him verbatim. And um, what I, what I kind of get what I'm kind of getting at is like you can so before language we kind of like what my dad's thought was was that we picked up on people's energy. We didn't even, we, didn't have, we didn't have to actually express things, but we just had that way about us, and yeah. you would yeah. just feel it. You would just feel that this person is or isn't aligned with how we want to be. And uh, yeah, mm. I just think that's so so legit. Like, you don't need to go there and have a, a conversation with somebody yeah. to yeah. to realize that you know what they're they're just they're just not about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. On that. yeah. That's, uh, that's uh, yeah. It's, it's, that's more, and and you kind of have to. There's something called uh, I don't know if what I don't know if I'll be chatting out my ass basically, but. So it's like interoception is just uh, your ability to pick up your own feelings in your own body, right? Or mm -hmm. like whatever sensations are going on in your own body. But then the better you get at that, I think, you become better at picking up on somebody else's energy. Yeah, I, that, that's totally legit, man. I bet that's yeah. totally legit. Yeah. yeah. It makes total sense. 
Yeah. So you're just doing those reps, right? You're just doing those reps in, in yeah. awareness. Yeah, and I think yeah. that, that, that yeah. word awareness is like become one of like, if I could say three words that, that is in my vocabulary every single day, it's awareness. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think in what you just said there, you, you got a, you're your own like testing round. And we hear yeah. all these yeah. quotes about like the, the biggest victory and the smallest victory you can ever win is knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, like you know yourself, and then you can kind of like Sun Tzu, you know yourself, and you can you can know the enemy or whatever. I, I, I'm paraphrasing that, but it's similar to what you're talking about there, man. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah I think <clears throat> then what you do is, um, yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's the awareness, the awareness that you develop from from having that sense of um, yeah, having that sensitivity. Yeah, then you're able to then you're able to relate to another person without having to have that conversation i guess yeah yeah i think it's yeah. Same, yeah you just say you just, to, just pick, pick up on it mm-hmm. you just pick up on kind of almost like so like you you'll you attest to this right a client walks into the room and <clears throat> they don't say a word and you know exactly what a b and c on their like on their um what's the word like um list of remedies should be yeah, and yeah. right from okay, you, you're sat in you're sat in a load of kyphosis right now, or and that he hits off a load of a load of things, and you're you're breathing and you're breathing from your mouth. That that mm-hmm. leads off a whole load of things. It's the yeah, same thing. Yeah. Like we pick up on those telltale signs because they're visual; we can see them. Um, but the same thing happens when somebody's when you're having a conversation with somebody and mm-hmm. they cut you off. You think, yeah, you didn't listen to me. You listened to a word I just said. Like you didn't even give me a chance. Like I'm listening to you right now. Like I'm trying to actively turn this on and shut this down. Mm-hmm. But you're not doing that. You know what I mean? That 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 spells out a whole it writes their book before they're yeah. even mm-hmm. said, right? And then there's this quote, like we have this board, me and my flatmates from from last year, two amazing, amazing boys. And uh we became incredibly close over the course of this year. We had this board and one of the we wrote loads of quotes on this board. I'll show you one time. And um, one of the quotes on there is, uh, who you are, speak so loud, the world can't hear a word you're saying. And uh, that that's powerful for me, right? That, that's like kind of, that's legit in, in line with what we're talking about right now because it's, it's yeah, you, you don't even need to say anything. You just need to be you. Yeah, and yeah. I, I kind of feel like life's given me enough um, experience yeah, to, uh, yeah. to gauge it. What's coming, what's coming? <laughs> Uh, what is it? The, who you are speaks so loud. The world can't even hear you. Yeah, can't hear. Can't hear a word you're saying. Can't hear a word you're saying. Damn. Pow pow. Pow pow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's yep. so That's the one, man. That's the one. Yeah, and it, it just it just. I love yeah. what you were saying there. It's 100%. 100%. I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful, again, to have that be my dad. You know what I mean? Like, like he's just yeah. coming up with his random shit. That's like, who's going to say that to me apart from apart from just him? And uh, <laughs> he's, he's had a really weird life. But yeah. where where he is now, I think um, it's kind of come full circle in a way. But, um, yeah, that that's one of the things he shared with me recently. And I thought, yeah, it's super legit. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, what was it, man? You said something because I got boosted by that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I lost what it was, but I felt like oh, it was. Yeah. It'll come back. It'll come back. Oh, man. It's a lot talking, of about, talking about like uh, energies, picking up on on uh, energies and um, like 
almost like telekinesis in a way that like you're yeah. oh that was it it was the listening thing yes yeah, so you're saying okay. oh yeah the listening thing. Try, and, try and do this more and less of this right and uh that used to bug the fuck out of me so much yeah. with, uh, with, with <laughs> And then I just, then I started paying attention to it more and I, it stopped bothering me so much because it was just like, uh, so like, you, you know, you, uh, there's friends and then you meet up for like every two to three months or something like that. So at first it ends up being a very kind of surface level conversation. Like, oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, this is happening. That's happening, blah, blah, blah. And then it would, I really like for me, I felt like I'd have to actually pivot the conversation into something more meaningful is like like what's genuinely going on with you kind of thing as opposed to you know i've got my dishwasher fixed the kind of thing it's like it's like who actually gives a fuck you know all right we need to talk a little bit about all right you've got this experience with this let me pick your brains about that kind of thing but you know if you have like two three hours let's talk about what's actually going on and then so it would there would be a lot of stuff like um yeah just talking talking over talking over talking over talking over and i would just uh, on occasion i would just sit there quietly and just like kind of pay attention and just realize what's going on and then wait till i got asked genuinely what's going on with me <laughs> not just like oh hey how's it going like no no no. what's actually going on with you mm. and uh, and sometimes that'll take forever and then there were occasions where i noticed it never actually came you know so and uh <clears throat> and the and the other one is just uh which is funny is like you know you're just hearing like hearing a conversation so i don't know if it happens to you but the conversation could be about you know let's say calories in versus calories out because everybody's like trying to mind their weight kind of thing and i would never chime in like so in the beginnings to say like at the beginning of my career i'd feel like i have something to say about it i've got to say something because like you know this is this is this is my job you know i'm, I'm the expert i'll say something about it but then after a while i just stopped taking that's so serious like not no i stopped doing that because i realized there's no value in it unless somebody genuinely wants to hear what you have to say so uh i would just sit there and i would wait and wait and wait and i would hear some preposterous shit coming out of people's mouths right it's like <laughs> in six weeks by eating only vegetables you know so, <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just wait. Like, all right they could yeah sure that does work that can work but i'm gonna wait for you to ask me what i think about it and the question would never fucking come and that was, that was like it was insane and i was like i'm sitting right here one of your best friends is does this for a living and you're not gonna ask me the question He's like, all right, fine. You're gonna talk about it for 20 minutes, but I'm just not even gonna get involved, and I don't mm -hmm. even. Know. And that would that shit would crack me up. So, um, so yeah. So when I started doing that stuff, and I just really like uh, try and listen more, not cut in. Like, uh, is uh, yeah, it changed. You just you become aware of the situation a lot more as well. Yeah, 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 man. Totally yeah. agree. Totally agree. It's it's uh, my mentor at UP said this phrase to me. He said. Uh, You've got one one mouth and two ears. He said, "Use them in that ratio." Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, it makes it makes total sense. You hear it and you just think, "Fucking too right, too right." And um, yeah, I think you said something there again that I, I want to kind of circle back to. Is like people only listen if they kind of uh, value what you say, mm -hmm. or like really like really take it in, and then you you kind of 
again, it goes back to you realizing what where people actually place their value mm-hmm. and people not un- necessarily understanding. Once I was in, I should get the <laughs> You good for time? Yeah, yeah, I'm all I'm all fine, man. Nice, man. Yeah, what were you saying? Um, um about about when uh you, you you said something about people only listening when they value what you have to say. I thought that was really powerful. Like people will come and uh whether it be for PT or they'll ask you your opinion in the gym, and you you know that they're really not listening. They're almost like creating a forum in which they can speak. Yeah. And you, and you just think like that, that that right there is, is like a, almost if you had like a disqualification in, or or like a a mark against somebody when you think, okay, are you a a fully formed person that I can move forward with as a client, as a friend, as a spouse or whatever, that's a big like get, get, like straight away. Like I, I don't know where yeah. this can go, but it can't go very much further unless you unless you check that thing right there. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, super yeah. weird, man. It's super weird when you think that people will go through their entire life and not understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, crazy. Because yeah, it's just it's not been um, it's not been mirrored, I guess. Yeah, because um, it's like yeah, it's in a way I feel like uh, what's going on right now is massive opportunity in um in just uh i mean that's the only way i'm going to look at things because uh, before it was like okay i'm reading about i got enough of the like the disaster feel where i'm like okay i'm kind of done now i kind of know <laughs> a scenario i'm going to do my bit to make sure that doesn't happen but i'm going to chime in once in a while to um understand um you know, what's still going on and what needs mm. to change whatever but I was doing that and I was reading and, um, and it was, um, yeah. And then I realized when I, the day that I stopped doing that, when I realized I just need to put my phone away or I need to not look up the news or something, I just felt mentally, I felt so much better. So I felt sort of fresher and I regained some level of focus to do the things that I needed to do to see myself through this, through, through this phase. But, um, so instead of looking at like the disaster side of things, it's just like, what's the opportunity here? Because there's plenty of disaster, right? It's like, there's plenty of shit that's going to go wrong and it could go wrong. But the opportunity I think is um, realizing that for a long time, we've had it too fucking easy. And um, we need to, you know, we need to kind of live, we just need to live better, you know? Like, uh, it's kind of like shine, shining a light on uh, probably the mistake, like if, if I think if you have the wherewithal to look at it, um, the way the way I think it should be looked at is like you know it's a period of reflection basically. So, what um, 
how can how are you going to look at it and how what's it going to say about the way you've been living and what how's it going to shape the way you decide to live in the future mm. so one thing for me is for example is like um <clears throat> essentially like uh not being financially as sound as i could have been and then so this period is just like all right i'm going to change that like i need to change that if i'm going to have any semblance of a good future that i see myself uh want for myself and then um so it's shaking things up like that big time and um and for other people it might be um which i think for a lot of people it should be is um how you view your health because what is doing is kind of in a way i look at it is like it finds your weakness and it fucking destroys you <laughs> with that mm-hmm. so a lot of the people who are struggling to recover from it will end up having a big problem for and what we know right now is like at least three quarters of them have say high blood pressure they've got some sort of underlying and some other sort of underlying comorbidity which is basically is generally manageable with um our with our healthcare system the way it's set up you know you can take medication you keep taking medication and then you know you'll you manage that symptom you can live as long as anybody else but just with less quality of life and uh, but then those things have their own side effects and so um and you know there's mutations to come from this virus <clears throat> we were discussing earlier that there's some findings uh, like me and sam and Shad and Pritz were just talking about how, you know, it seems like there's some findings where it's mutating and it's going to affect younger people more than it has done already. And I uh, don't know how true that is or not, but if there is any truth in that, then like it, it should scare us into living, living more healthily as well, because we've got way too many people who are redlining it with their health. And um, because the body's fucking amazing and buffering against that, it will just um you know we can we can keep going like that for and in the same way as like how this whole thing has just shown us how fragile the system is in the sense that we're at capacity so the moment something comes along and just changes just pushes us a little bit it, it shuts everything down it's the same mm-hmm. with health i feel where you know we, we're redlining it we've got high stress you know, nutrition is not great we don't move so well we sleep most people sleep like less than seven hours most people we probably sleep less than six hours and i think there's some actual stats on that but we all know that's not conducive to living any kind anywhere near your full potential in terms of how healthy you could be and how productive you could be and how mentally engaged you could be physically engaged all those different things so hopefully this is a way to actually um re um Re, redress our health and um and like, okay i actually need to approach it seriously and actually if i do that i'm going to feel a lot better uh, yeah well and like the knock-on effects of that so you know just like you with felix the knock-on effect of somebody else taking on better health means their family's in better condition because because of the influence it has on them and then those people and those people and those people around them etc cetera, etc cetera. so there's like this opportunity um there as well and it's just uh, it's just it's there to be taken and it's gotta it's gonna have that correction or it should have that correction i feel in terms of what have we not done well mm. so what can we do to change that and do better and 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 that's what like because that's why i was saying like how parents generation have gone through that hardship so they they understand the value of suffering and how it can shape you for the better Mm. there's plenty of us 
who have no freaking idea what that is. And this is like, this is kind of, this is relatively minor, like the, uh, to as compared to uh, what it could be. And, and it's already making people think, uh, oh fuck, day five of quarantine and I've got like, uh, I've got no hobbies, you know, I need yeah. to look at myself. I need to, I need to change what I'm doing. And so this is a perfect opportunity to do that. And I think that's the way it needs to be looked at is like, what is missing and what can we do better? And I was also reading is like, uh, uh, like in China, um, divorce filings have gone through the roof. Oh, wow. Since um, they've come out of lockdown. They only, apparently they only do, um, uh, they only do uh, divorce rate calculations annually but based on what's going into um these lawyers offices they're like yeah there's just a massive increase in in that and it was like they had like i think it's two, two months worth of lockdown so people are coming out of that and be like yeah actually, i don't want to live with this person anymore i don't want to love it like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like uh, so this is an opportunity to actually fix all that shit in the sense that okay divorce is you know it's not an ideal outcome so for people it could be all right i need to work on my relationship um, other people who could be I need to work on my health because um, that's that's under attack and then my relationship needs to improve because I'm just going to be stuck in the same house with the, <laughs> in the same house with somebody who I have to spend all this time with where it normally yeah. end up spending that much time with them and uh, did you ever watch uh, Chris Rock's special uh, Tambourine on uh, Netflix? No, no I don't think I saw that no, because he, he had a sick one, which was, uh, <laughs> it cracked me up hard. It's so much truth in it as well, because he, he, he did it after he got divorced. He was like married for 16 years. Oh, shit. And he was like, look, trust me, in this day and age, being married for 16 years is like being married for 40 or 50 years back in the day, because now we have technology where we're always in constant communication with each other. And so it, <laughs> it, it, draw, it draws that relationship out longer. It makes it feel like you've been together for ages because you're constantly in each other's face. Whereas back in the day, you know, the dude would leave the house, leave at like 8 a.m., not come back to 6 p.m., has no fucking idea what's happening in the house. Like, hey, how's Timmy? He's like, oh, we have to the hospital because he set himself on fire. But he's fine. <laughs> hey, hey. You know, you wouldn't know because you didn't have that communication. Uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder type thing right you could just deal with you could just deal with it and keep going whereas now it's like hey what you doing and like two hours later you're you're right you want to jump on a phone call it's like no no like you so you have to figure out a way of actually uh being in that relationship in a different way to what we did like 20 30 years ago and that always cracks so funny (laughs) (laughs) so true so true there's others face so you have to you have to work that shit out, and now is a time where you definitely have to work that shit out. Fuck yeah, man! Fuck yeah! yeah. I mean, it definitely comes back to like mortality, and like mm. you're gonna die. Like we're all gonna die. Like like the sentence is written. Like the day you're up is is the yeah. day where it's like, okay. Right, well, we don't know how many years or whatever, but we're we're going we're going one day. Like mm. like that's it. That's done. Um, but then along the way. Yeah, man. There's so many truths in what you just said there. I need to almost like just stop and just take it in for a second, man. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the way yeah the way people live, man. It's 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 just taking it for granted. Everything mm-hmm. is taken for granted. No one's really stopping and, and like just looking around in a second and being like, really, like, is this is this the the pinnacle of like we're supposed to be the smartest species and this that and the other? It's like, yeah, no, man. Yeah. We, we 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 literally miss the wood for the trees at so many opportunities. It's not yeah, even funny. Yeah. 
and um, this like loosely fits, but um, it's like a Mike Tyson quote, which is like, um, "Be humble, or like life will visit humbleness upon you." Right, yeah. and it's like, I feel like right now that's legit happening to a lot of people. Like, and it may not even be the word humble, but it just may just be aware, and, mm. and um, like it's just it's bringing it right to the forefront. Like people just falling into anarchy as soon as as soon as our supermarkets, everyone just grabbing all the eggs, and people fucking going crazy. <laughs> Toilet paper gone. It's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. How are you living? Like this is this is your life. Like you could take your last breath in in a supermarket punching a lady because she took the last toilet roll and you wanted it like what the fuck like that's that's your destiny that's you that's your last side off and say thank you very much for, for all those breaths that i took i finished it by fucking trying to rob some some fucking andrex off a lady right like what is this this is that is that it that really it backwards, man. backwards. and then but like like recently like uh, i'm lucky enough to be part of this whatsapp group in london where there's there's a load of high performing people on there and 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 really really they they've um, excelled a lot in their lives and I've recently been kind of added to it and whatever because I know somebody who's who's part of it and Since. there was there was a group that was there was a video sorry that was shared on there and it was talking about a breathing technique for coronavirus <clears throat> and I couldn't help but think that the person who was talking on the video was massively massively overweight. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, that's something that I've had a close like relationship with. So I'm not going to sit there and say, okay, right, well, you don't need to be that way. Okay, cool. You are that way. However, if you're in a position to give people advice like that, then it's just, I just feel like you should check yourself with a more fine tooth comb. You know what I mean? Like, okay, there may be a reason. Cool. But if there isn't, and <clears throat> it's it's hopefully you, you, you just hope that right now, like you mentioned how like finances was, was something for you, like you're checking that right now. I'm doing exactly the same thing, but that, that thing for that, that lady, I hope it's a thing for her because you can't just expect to, to live your life with like, the, so the, the, the line, the, I love this line, right? Which is, which is standing in the ghetto hallway talking about how you've been in the ghetto all day. It's like <laughs> kind of in the doorway but I'm not, I'm not really about it. You can tell by looking at me, I'm not about it, right? Like, so you're talking to me about breathing exercises, but really I look at you and I think there's nothing healthy about you. You're trying to spread the conscious, the, 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 the word of the National Health Service, but you're not healthy. Like clearly yes, yeah. you're not healthy. Like back in the day, I wasn't healthy. So I corrected that shit. And now I'm luckily enough in a place where I can help people and be helped and, you know, like receive and kind of put that out there in the world. But yeah, man, it definitely ties into what you're talking about with it, this being a period of reflection for people. And you, you'd, I think it's, I think this is a big thing that's on us as, as like personal trainers, health professionals. That the first thing that got taken away from society was us at work. Like one of the first things was like, okay, gyms shut. Okay, cool. What does that really mean? That means that we're not in a position to really bargain our place in society. We were deemed as non-essential, you know what I mean? And that that is like, okay, cool. Like if we need to clean act up, like we need to step up and represent in a way that if this, God forbid, ever happens again, we're not getting shut down like that because our place in society is much more um, substantial Mm -hmm. and much more like um valuable you know what i mean 
And, and the only way we do that is obviously by aligning ourselves and doing everything we'll talk about in this conversation, but really mm. being of service to, to people in a way that we can't fake it now. We can't fake this. Yeah. Like, yeah. now you'll get found out because you'll die. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, that's what will happen is, is like, you you just it will just come for you. And then, like, when you're talking about this mutating form of this virus, okay, so we're going to have to, I don't know, just just move with the times, but but do it in a way that's, if, if, we're, if we're doing all the things you mentioned, like getting the sleep and being grateful, the neurochemistry changes, the, the, the software and the hardware totally change. And you know what? Maybe we're more fortified than we actually know. And yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of go through life in a really strong way. And then if, if we're about it enough to, to be um, having had done the reps, we can communicate in a way that helps change lives. Then really we are super essential. Yeah. And, we can help out people a lot more than we think but it's um yeah i, I think it all comes back down to us reflecting that torch on ourselves the questions we ask ourselves how we can kind of like strengthen ourselves first and then kind of be that guiding light for other people yeah and it only happens if if, if you do what you've just said which is see this time as a <coughs> reflective period as a like, okay, what what shit do you need to sharpen up on like right now, like right right now? Um, yeah, we're going forward. Yeah, man, that's, that's how I feel about it, man. Yeah, that's authenticity, basically. That's like, um, yeah, like that person trying to tell you how to do some breathing exercise to be healthy, but they don't look healthy themselves. Is like, I'm hearing what you're saying, but subconsciously, I'm not paying yeah. any attention because. Yeah that's not the picture of health that I'm looking at. Right. And, um, and so, yeah, that's where like, and that's, that's an interesting thing as well, which is picking up in yourself when you feel like you're being authentic. And, yeah. being and again, that's like a, a Peterson thing where he's like, you know, just, just listen to yourself, like, uh, and listen to what you're saying. And do you realize that, it's coming from you or is it coming from a place because you heard it somewhere else and then you just need to, you just need to repeat it, but it's not, uh, you don't resonate with it. You know, you just, cause you, you might be saying something just to sound smart or something like that. And then, um, yeah, yeah times you, times to do that. It's like, Oh shit. This is, uh, it's like, okay, yeah, cool. This, this not coming. It's not truly coming from my place. And like, mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, that fight with, uh, yeah, I guess it's, yeah, it's a bit of a fight with authenticity, but the, but yeah, when you work, but what you're saying, when you work on yourself to be able to tell other people to essentially do the same thing or to, to live a better version of themselves, it's like, you can only really do that. And that may make a difference to someone else if you're authentically doing it yourself. Yeah. So, um, having that, um, so if I say to somebody, this is going to work for you, I have to believe it, but mm -hmm. it's like, I can know it theoretically. I know a bunch of stuff theoretically, but putting it into practice is where I own it and mm -hmm. where I experience it. And then I feel that's, that's what I've, I guess I've realized over time, which is also, I can teach people and I know that the theory that I have is helpful for people, but, uh, it's only when I've done it for myself and experienced it for myself is when I can, I feel like I can actually make a difference because again, it comes back to that energy as well. So I could be saying something, but you might not do it because you don't buy it. 
yeah. and, uh, because I don't have, I'm not giving that the energy that it, that it deserves to speak to you. So in a way, so that's why, for example, like weight loss, for example, does over time. I know as a personal trainer, that's what a lot of people see someone for, uh, see a personal trainer for is like weight loss, but it's not something I've generally had a struggle with. And, um, so I can help people with that, but it's, it's not my, it's not my forte and I enjoy it less than say improving someone's movement, mobility and function. And mm -hmm. so I do lower back uh, injury stuff as well, because that core is a lot more of my forte than anything else. And I, and I resonate with that a lot more. So movement, mobility and function is the thing that I really love to, I love to work with. So I want to push in that direction. So when I'm talking from that space, I can feel the energy shift in myself right now. It's like, I can, I'm talking about it and it means something to me and therefore it's going to resonate with that person a bit more. Whereas if I start talking about just weight loss, I can feel my energy shift into a place of inauthenticity and it's like, yeah. I don't really care about it as much. So, you know, unless I had that struggle with it, unless I experienced it myself, I don't feel like I'm talking about it authentically. Whereas with movement, mobility and function, it's like, I just do that all the time. It's like uh, I'm trying to improve my function all the time so that I can get stronger. And then I'm, I've worked on my mobility when I found out about what it really is. And I, and literally, I did every part of my freaking body. Like, you know, becoming a supple leopard from the yeah. down. It's like, I no, all of it. Just, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I worked on my wrists. I went to elbows. I went to shoulders. I did hips. I did everything, right? And, um, and I felt the difference. So I know what that is. And then, yeah, so I can speak about that authentically, whereas I can't with uh, with other stuff. And then, yeah, that projects itself in a way that we can't uh, tangibly figure it out, but it's out, it's out there. And that's why you know, you're watching that video and you're like, I hear you, but I don't feel you. And it's the same thing with me. It's like, if like I can hear you, but if I don't feel you, then... You know, it's not going to work and, and so i feel like uh, yeah just you got to really tap into that authentic, mm -hmm. authentic part and that's part of stuff we said from the beginning as well which is like that purpose as well so what is authentic to you and then that can that will tie into your that will tie into your purpose totally agree man totally agree it's it, it's interesting isn't it it's like you can you can be so qualified in one in one direction, um, in one avenue, but then kind of disqualify yourself because mm -hmm. of other attributes and aspects of your of your kind of like psyche and being. And um, yeah. well, one of the well, well, my friend Alex, uh, he says this quote sometimes. It's like you can't ask people for directions who haven't been where you want to go, and like you 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 can you can um, you can have these like ideals in your head that you that you want to to kind of move towards and somebody can display 99% of them but then there's that one that just think oh wow well that, that we can't go forward we can't go forward because of that one big one kind of glaring thing man yeah and I think right now it, it's it's like you kind of said earlier it's a time to defo reflect on that and it, it, using this time as like um I watched this video on YouTube the other day which was talking about this time and how to kind of be calm in a time of crisis and it was it was about it, one of the the final points in the video the final point in the video was talking about how you can see this as a a dying caterpillar or a or a being birth to a a uh, butterfly you know what i mean like yeah. to the to the caterpillar like the cocoon is death 
but to the butterfly it's life so like right now we're yeah. stuck in this cocoon and yeah, yeah. Um, it's like okay cool but you can come out of this and be even more or you can just continue to die inside this you know what i mean like there's definitely those those that the, the the analogy of the two wolves like the boy asks his granddad you heard that story right yeah, i love yeah, that story yeah. like it's so so strong so true like you have two wolves inside you and like which one is like greed and anger and frustration and and like jealousy and, and hate and all this stuff and the other one is like gratefulness and and mindfulness and awareness and kind of like humility and all this kind of stuff and like which one wins it's, it's the one you feed and in this like you're kind of stripped back taken away from friends taken away from family taken away from influence left in a room literally left in a room in your case like like with with no influence and no kind of external input apart from that which you choose mm-hmm. and now the product will be like what you let it be you know what i mean where you place your value will express itself on who you come out of this being and uh yeah man super powerful super 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 necessary time super necessary time yeah man yeah. Street super necessary. <laughs> that's it you know it you know it super necessary dog super necessary <laughs> i love when he says that you're just you're gonna take life and you're gonna fucking knee it in the head <laughs> right now just, just stand that's there like Wow, just done. <laughs> it's done, bro. Man, let's let's leave it there. Solid, man. That was so much fun, bro. That is jokes. We went everywhere with that conversation, man. Just riffing. Yeah, just going, just, just going. For two hours and eight yeah, minutes. Two, two hours, eight minutes. Brilliant. So much fun, bro. Plenty, so of, much fun. plenty of stuff to talk about. Like next time, just that's it. Just say something and then just keep chatting. This is gonna work, man. I can see it. I can see it right now. Like I can see that split screen coming one more time and just having your big brother uh, <laughs> just like just <laughs> spitting his, his crazy shit as well. Next time, we've got guys. We're we're having a chat. Here's the link. Jump in whenever you want. That's it. That's okay. it, man. Yeah, I can see. Cool. I can see it, man. I can definitely see it. It was great. Yeah. That was great, man. Really fun. Yeah, that was jokes, man. If there's anything, yeah, like yeah, whatever, man. Whatever comes up next time, and it is, uh, there's something is like, you know what? That would be good to develop on. Because at the same time, it's like we're chatting, but we're also like kind of forming ideas while we're while we're talking. Fuck yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Some of the some of the things you open up on today just give you now give you authority and access to be like oh shit i can ask him about this i can ask him about that the other and like where that goes man so so cool so so cool i've actually got a notebook in the back and um that's got a load of random topics that we that i was wanting to discuss with my cousins and it's 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 the same same forum like kind of you're gonna have had a very similar upbringing and um it was like talking about like the the role of a man in 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 your household like how you saw that kind of develop and mm-hmm. yeah million different offshoots but yeah man that was that was like i said super necessary super necessary because it's like brown brown and big brown or ball brown right so, <laughs> you know how you've got uh, like uh, the king of the sting and uh, the fire and the kid yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah be brown brown and ball brown <laughs> ball brown, ball brown. <laughs> yeah i like it you just have like brown in the middle they're just like bald and brown that sounds sick it's like yeah anything that comes to mind like yeah we just pick that shit up and we just chat too right man. Well, what are you going to do with this content now you're going to stick it on youtube are you going to do something with it 
Oh, bro, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm gonna end the broadcast. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll save it. I'll, um, I'll share it with you. I'll so, send it your way as well. Amazing. And I'll just, like any bite-sized bits, I'll just put yeah. It Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. I'm 100% down for that. Like this, this next kind of couple of days, even today now, I'm going to go and shoot some more YouTube videos. Sick, and um, I'd love to love to keep sharing this kind of stuff on Instagram. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, man, sky's the limit. Happy, happy with this. Very happy. We'll do it, man. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it's Too right, man. It's about getting started and then see what happens. Too right. That's, that's your life from earlier, man. We're just getting started. You're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> love it, bro. Love it. Sick chatting with you. Do I just press the leave studio thing? Yeah, that's it. You're good. Okay, sound, bro. I'll speak to you soon, all right? Take it easy, Take man. Take it easy, man. Look after yourself.